When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Humanity's last hope to find Episode 374 Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis What are you talking about? What a dick I'm the one who should apologize Please clap Cuz Please clap Cuz-a-roo Cuz-a-roo Slap-a-rooney It's showtime W-A-A-T-P. W-A-A-T-P. Hello, Robert Nixon, Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show dedicated to taking down the dotard and exposing the corrupt and racist GQP. The only one left, anyway. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a boner guy who misses penis from Good Times Great Movies. It's Doug. What's happening, Doug? I am just happy to be here, Carl. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you. I feel like it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I've been around for, I mean, not, I'm not saying reasons to join your Patreon, but I've been on multiple Patreon episodes since I was on a regular episode last. I like that. That's a good yeah. spot for you. Sure. You know, it's, it really it's for the is. insiders. Limited eyeballs. I love yeah, it. That's right. It's just for the insiders who already like the show and won't judge us as harshly. <laughs> Potentially. That's <laughs> the way I look at it. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just dropped right on the new year the 10th installment of Easy For You To Say, which was trashing Fred Norris. Boom. And then trashing Arnie Lay. Boom. And a few other people got some shrapnel from all of that. Uh. It's uh, it's fantastic, so definitely worth checking out. Five bucks a month, you get all of the previous material that we've put out. You can watch all the live streams live or whenever you want to. We leave those up as well. Also, tickets are on sale for DabbleCon, WATPLive.com. And we now have a weekend package available, general admission into all three events, the stand-up show, the stand-up showcase. And then we have the live podcasting Saturday afternoon with Uncle Rico Show and Who Are These Podcasts? And then, of course, the Dabby Awards, the first ever Dabby <laughs> Award show. $60 will get you tickets into all three of those events, so you can purchase those at WATPLive.com, February 3rd and 4th, Rochella, Stutter Slam, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Just don't call it Stunt John Kai, because then I have to give Cardiff a few bucks. You'll laugh your ass off. Also, don't you have that drop on your board? Yeah, but it's... <laughs> Get lazy over we here. We laughed our asses off. I laughed my ass off. Right. <laughs> also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Civilized. Mm. This was a suggestion from Gay in the Discord. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. It's a show hosted by, or should I say starring, Michael Davinsky, Phil Johnston, Sean Howard, and Christy Bolton. And I honestly, here's the thing, Doug. I don't know how this is going to flow today. No, this is terrible. I I don't mean to cut you off. First of all, Chris, from that groan, do you listen to these shows too? Yeah. Oh, God. Just so I know what we're talking about. 
No, no, that's fine. No, no, you're earning whatever paycheck Carl's giving you. That's great. This is, I do a lot of prep work. I try. I, I try and pride myself on the fact that I'm pulling clips and I'm really digging in. This is the worst I've ever been on here for Carl. This is. I feel like you've said I, that before. Hold on. How many no, OP no, episodes have you never. listened to when there's a bumblebee? No. Okay. No, you're, actually, that's a good point. I'm just trying this to think. Like, no, you might be right. You might be right. Well, I'm not dismissing this, but I'm just trying no, to think back to all the terrible things I made you listen to over the years. Right. There's no, a lot. I, I was on here for a D&D podcast, which was almost as bad as this, but okay. this was just really tough to listen to and also to pull clips from because and i didn't even know how to label my clips when i gave them to you because when i labeled everything it was just bad improv one bad improv i noticed that (laughs) Uh, i I don't know what to do all right so we talked about it in the last show this is one of these weird improv shows but it's also theater of the mind at the same time and they say it's comedy, but they also say it's sci-fi and it has a dark side to it. So they're kind of like, hey, if it sucks, it's because, you know, it's also sci-fi. And if it's not funny at <laughs> sure. all, we're dark, uh, you know? So they're, they're trying to be all things to all people, and they are nothing to anyone. So I picked up on a more recent episode, not brand new, but more recent. They were doing this in front of a live audience in oh. Hamilton at the Fringe Fest. <laughs> Have you heard their live stuff at all, Doug? I did not get into that. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't comb through all 400 plus episodes. You did it. Seven seasons. <laughs> then why no, am I promoting your show? Four. Chris, take I, out the promotion of Good Times Great Movies. No, oh. This guy's not even important. doing his homework. I may have to leave while we're talking about this, <laughs> to be honest. No, I didn't. I saw that they did it. I, I combed through their website extensively, oh, way good. more than I do with other shows. So I know they perform live. Who's who's going to this? Who's watching this? Well, it sounds like so. There's a girl on this show, Christy Bolton. Sure. I think she's either fucking two or three guys, or she's at least trying to, or they're trying to, because there's some simps in this audience that laugh at everything. Okay, and that's about all they're gonna get is just the simps oh. laughter. Now, <laughs> I want to start off. If you don't mind, can I just take the reins to begin with? Please. Please do. You don't mind. I don't care about this. Because, as you know, the way that improv goes is that you ask the audience for information and then you build your improv around that. So, this is really pathetic for multiple reasons. Okay, audience, I'm going to put it to you. We are going to do another episode. And I want to ask would you like to see another episode with Gerald or would you like a whole new character? Okay, yeah. This is our first. This is the first time we've gotten a repeat request to maintain. I think they like Gerald. All right, one person after awkward silence goes, I like Gerald. And act like you've been there before. They're like, holy shit, someone likes a character we came up with? This has never happened before. Someone responded to to a question that we asked this audience of three people? This is terrible. And the the way they act, too, it's like, well, that's overwhelming. We're going to have to do Gerald again. (laughs) (laughs) The guy literally under his breath, like, I don't know, I like Gerald. It's fine. Yeah. I love how they're talking about character as though anyone would have any idea what characters these are. Carl, I don't know if you noticed this, this podcast ended and ended with air quotes. These are visuals for the audience about a year ago. It still continues now, but only on Patreon and they have 17 patrons. Okay. 
This okay, is where no, this ahead. is where Please I'm confused. <laughs> you might have done more research than I did. Yeah. This episode that I'm playing for you is from November of 2022, and I found it using Podbay.fm. God and damn this it! This is live I, at the French Fest. So maybe they're updating okay. their website. Maybe that's the deal. That's where I was having everything. Okay, so, so uh, everything I comment on is going to be from a year ago. Why are That's they updating fine. their website? That's okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe whoever was updating their site left the troop. I don't know. Not that it matters. I mean, not that it matters. You know, if I'm talking about characters that you're not familiar with, it wouldn't even matter if I actually listened to the shows that you're going to be talking about. No, it wouldn't. I didn't get a sense. A big problem with this, and if you want to play my number nine just to start, a big issue with this for me is they need narration. Like, they need somebody to just talk about where they are, what's happening. I get no sense of the environment. In number nine, there are two characters that are just talking about what's happening right now, but not even that so specific as to what order things are in that they're pulling behind them. Yeah, the cargo container is at the back of the navigation system, which is at the front of the cargo. I guess it that's would be following an infinite us. loop. Yeah, no, right. that's right. Okay, good. <laughs> Who's how can I? Maybe I am bereft of imagination or something. But when I'm listening to these people, I don't know where they are. I don't know what's happening. They don't. They, but they don't the either. Gr- Hold on, that's the thing, Doc. Yeah, because okay. this is improv. Right. They don't either. So they're explaining it to themselves, and they're coming up with it in real time. Like I don't know. There's like a container back there, and there's my cooler. How many beers are there? Seven. I don't know if they're like in in a moonscape type of atmosphere. I don't know if we're in the sand. I don't know if we're in the woods. I they don't, don't either, Doc. Okay. They have no clue what they're talking about. It's impossible to follow this shit. And I feel really bad for this live audience who has to sit there and watch this awkward, awkward nonsense. So right after they decide they're going to keep Gerald as one of the characters in this next episode they're going to do, this happens. Okay, so we're going to keep Gerald. So what that means is that we're going to continue the story from that episode into the next. So it's going to be We may jump in time a little, but you know. Yeah, but that's just... So um, what we're uh, going to need from you now, again, is another Friends title. And also, don't shut up. I love you. Um, What? uh, I'm used to Bob being told to shut up. (laughs) So um, what is another Friends title? The one where they blank. Now that we have Gerald, maybe there can be a little uh, little substance in there similar. The one where they kill Gerald. Oh, okay, yeah. So far, the audience is funnier than they are. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Like, Same all right, guy you guys like Gerald? Let's Gerald. keep Gerald around. What are you guys able to do yeah. with Gerald? Let's kill him. Okay. Cool. <laughs> now, Doug, bear with me. We'll get. We're gonna get into all your clips. Yeah. I have yeah. to walk you through this episode. I feel like if, if, if I do a few clips and then I give it back to you, we're all gonna get lost in this amazing <laughs> plot that's going on. Yeah, more lost than the that's actors point, involved. Though. Right. This gets very confusing. So I don't know if we've ever seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's it's like that. It's a lot of layers going on, a lot of subplots, a lot happening right here. <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones improv. <laughs> all right. So Gerald is this evil guy on another planet somewhere, and he's got our heroes the improv troupe. By the way, they have like guests that come on. So this is like the fifth person. There's the four people improv group. And then they have the special guest who plays Gerald. And uh, Gerald has them all stuck in a giant jar on this planet. Okay. I love it. This is already better than any episode I listened to because I know what's going on. Well, right. Because I explained but it to you. Because, of you. <laughs> because I'm the one who told you what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so my question again, why are you on my planet. 
Guys, guys, huddle, 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 huddle. Okay, I think we should find a way to answer this question where he at least, they, he at least agrees to put air holes in the jar. <laughs> oh, okay, I have an idea. To breathe. Sorry, is that your answer? Immediately, yes. Like, in the immediate term... You're on my planet to breathe. Well, it's more like at this stage... You meet sacks are so presumptuous. You come to my planet and infect it with your oxygen for breathing. This is going great! (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) What a stupid premise. So the audience is clearly made up of other improv troops that have yet to perform, right? Like they're just there <laughs> could be the case. to support yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone okay. in the audience has a shirt that says, ask me about my podcast. For sure. <laughs> that's the case. Let me introduce you to Beatrix. Beatrix is the character played by Christy Bolton. And she's also the character that has to explain the Foley work we would be hearing if this were a oh, typical no, episode no where they put the fully working in post. Tiger, <laughs> you're gonna love this. Sound of Beatrix munching on a leaf. All right, guys, this is a pretty sweet vacation so far. <laughs> Beatrix, get down from that big stick. You're gonna fall. No, I, I'm just, I'm just being real. Like I, I don't remember the last time I had like two full days off, and like he's giving us water. He's giving us. Bread. Do you hear what I'm talking about? This simp in the front row who's mm-hmm. obviously trying to fuck her, just recently started fucking her. And he's like, this stuff? <laughs> On vacation! <laughs> That's insane! Water! <laughs> Also, she said, this is the sound of me munching on leaves, and then was crunching something up. Like, I, yeah. I expected to hear nothing. Yeah, she when, went for uh, it. Yeah. She had to explain, yeah. I mean, whoever's doing, honestly, the sound design behind this is doing more work than anyone else. And I'm sure it's just a package of space noises that they bought, you know, stock space sounds or whatever. I could give you but the answer to that, Doug. Something. Yeah, I can give you ahead. the answer. There are some credits here at the end of this show. Recorded live at the Staircase Studio Theater as part of the Hamilton Fringe Festival 2022. Your technician in the booth tonight has been Mark Nascimento. I've been your sound designer, Eli Hamada McElveen. Thank you and good night. The sound designer is Heli Hamela Maccabee. His name is my name, too. That's not a name. That's a bad Scrabble hand. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's great. Quidgy Mo. All right. All right. Show off. Let's see if you know the word that this dummy is trying to say. I mean, we're we're practically on this planet being told to do stuff by omniscient, omnipotent, omnipotent, omniscient. The, the joke was the other guy had to correct her on how to pronounce words correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good joke. So that's that's the guest that they got in who is yes. furious by yeah. this point, I assume. And it's just like, I need to correct them. We need to get this done so I can get out of here. Yes. All right. So that got a laugh. I would call this the easy laugh show. Like people are there sure. ready to laugh. They're just going to, oh my gosh, your mouth is moving. Ah, ah, ah. Noise is coming out of it. Whoa. <laughs> 
I'm I'm actually glad that you're giving me this because since I didn't listen to any live episodes, I didn't know when I was supposed to be laughing. Nothing, right. nothing was funny. I about wasn't this sure either. I know I wasn't sure when you're supposed to be laughing either. But <laughs> all right, now you were feeling bad for this guy who had to correct that dummy on how to use words. Sure, why not? This guy is also terrible. All right. So what <laughs> happens guy. here now is you hear Gerald. He's got this like booming voice and he's this omniscient character and then he shrinks down for whatever reason and his voice changes and i guess his personality changes too i guess that's part of it here very well well you know what um being this size uh, uses up a lot of carbon dioxide no i'm yes hello hi much better okay hello oh look he's right there outside the glass Hello, hello, Anybody hello. else starting to feel like short of breath? You know, um, uh, when I am smaller, I am um, um, more nicer, I guess. So I, 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 I'm feeling bad that I put you in a job. So I'm, but the problem is, uh, the problem is that when I am big, I get aggressive again. So then I won't want to leave the job. So, but I can't wait when I'm small. So, I, um, oh, I totally get your dilemma. Yes. Was that Tattoo from Fantasy Island? Yeah, I wish. That's a date myself. Like the fuck was that? I don't that? like this at all. Why Why did he suddenly have an accent? I don't know. Himself smaller? And what does this have to do with carbon dioxide? Oh. And why? Because he stops releasing carbon dioxide. They have a harder time breathing. That makes no sense. No, none of it makes sense. No fact. <laughs> so I played a clip earlier, and I, I, I had to pull out some of this nonsense to get everybody through it. But basically... They say, you know, we need some air holes in this jar. And the guy goes, well, on this planet, oxygen is poison. And they say, well, good news. We breathe in that oxygen. We breathe out carbon dioxide. Because it's like, yeah, that doesn't even make fucking sense, dummy. And then so he has to, like, go along with that. Like, oh, yeah, I, I breathe carbon dioxide. Like, okay. oh God, this yeah, is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's this so is stupid. terrible. Oh, it gets, it gets worse. All right. So now this guy, I don't know, his character, the accent kind of changes again here. Okay, sound of a drill. Now it starts with him doing the Foley work. Sound of a drill. Okay, sound of a drill. Maybe? No? Okay. <laughs> 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 hello. Yes, hello. Now it sounds like Andy Kaufman's character from Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why are you saying sound of a... First of all, he's saying drim, which yeah. I don't understand. But why are you saying Stop sound of a drill? Stop now, and dog. Then, <laughs> right. And then making the drill sound. Why can't you just say, I'm about to start with my drill, and then yeah. make the sound? Like... I would assume most of what they're doing is day one improv shit that yes. you should learn. Yes. And they're four, five, seven, eight hundred episodes into this, and they still don't know how to do improv. Yeah, I've learned that about a lot of improv troops. They suck at it no matter how much practice they get. It really doesn't matter. The 10,000 hours rule by Malcolm Gladwell, out the window when it comes no, to improv no. comedy. They never figure it out. I feel like we're learning so much in this episode. All right, so sounds like you did. This is so stupid. So this guy became we he was like this giant thing, and then he shrunk down to the tattoo, and then he like became a normal human size. And so they decided, like, hey, what else can you turn into? How, how far can we go with this though? Like, what what have you shape shift into something with feathers? Oh, uh, all right, let's try that. Oh, 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 okay, hello, yeah, hi. Oh, wow. this is fun. 
We should do this more often. We should, we need, we need to hang out, guys. We should party one. I told yeah. you. Let's party. God, you yeah. know what? What is with all? It's the seriousness, right? Yeah. Let's party. Okay. This is great. He went from the evil guy to a thing with feathers that wants to party pretty quickly. I'm literally angry with rage. <laughs> All right. Why are you doing improv that have so many visual gags on a podcast? They're, I'm not saying that anything they're doing is funny, but when he said, I'm turning into something with feathers, he must have been doing something that elicited a chuckle from this audience, but we can't see it. I would imagine the chicken dance would be my guess. It wasn't the Macarena, that's for sure. This is this is terrible. All right, well, really let's get into more of describing what you're doing. Let's let you guys out of the jar. Hello. Yeah. And just go up there and just unscrew the jar. Uh, okay, it's still a little too big. I'm just going to have to grow. No, no. Oh, no, 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 you made me my party persona, which is vaguely offensive, I think. I'm offended. Yeah. Not even vaguely. <laughs> it's a person who enjoys comedy. I'm highly my offended favorite, by this. My favorite part of this uh, you know, visual element to this podcast is watching how bored Chris looks through all of this. By the way, if he just gets up and leaves, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. Him. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. And we're just like, all right, see you. No. <laughs> the crowd is actually pissing me off more than the actors, I think. Well, listen, I think that Doug might be onto something here. Where they want to laugh, they want to support these people. Because stand-ups do not give other stand-ups anything. They just sit and judge and scowl. But improv people are like, whoa, that's outrageous. You're great. Aren't I great, too? Aren't we all great? Right. No one in the room can show restraint. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. I don't think they're part of it. Yeah, they all know each other. They've all quote unquote performed together. They're all friends. This is what you're gonna do for your friends. All right. So now Gerald decides to let them out of the jar and Beatrix, right before what I'm about to play, she goes, Beatrix shows everyone that she's been sharpening a stick for the last couple of days. Cause you know, she was munching on those leaves, mm -hmm. but what she's really doing was sharpening a stick. Because remember the whole point of this is that they're going to kill Gerald. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Beatrix brings out the branch and slices them. Yes! <laughs> Beatrix, what are you doing? I'm leaping. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. Stab, I'm shaking. Stab, stab, stab. Oh, he's getting small again. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah, you want to party now? Oh. oh. Okay. Thank God Beatrix decides to be the hero. Uh, it's, it's not like women. <laughs> Don't want all the attention, but she was able to do it. So then this other guy decides he's got a hilarious line because you know that she was just stabbing Gerald over and over again. So this guy's got a line that he thinks is going to land. And it doesn't, but it doesn't stop from trying twice. Well, I always have it. I'll, I'll get the band-aids. I'll get the band-aids. Tommy two bombs over here. <laughs> he always He's bombs twice in a row. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So she's still in the jar. 
No, they're out of the jar him. now. And then oh, she, they oh, stabbed okay. him, and then he became <laughs> tattoo again. Yeah, keep how are you not following? <laughs> so now he's I can't. He's tattoo this. again, and he's bleeding. But they're going to get band aids, and they and want. This is better than what I listened to because nowhere in what I listened to would any character say, "Now I have a sharpened stick." They expect they expect you to know what's happening just from sound, just from sound effects. So yes. maybe without the Foley work, it's easier to follow because I'm literally oh, following the story for some reason. So now you it. have uh, Gerald who's shrunken back down again and recovering from his wounds. Hey guys, guys, come on, just relax. This is, uh, I mean, we're in space, right? Like whatever, like, hey, let them just. Hey guys, let's relax. We're in space. Hey, guess what, asshole? <laughs> Everything's in space. Everything. Yeah, like no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> hey guys, we're in space. Let's all relax and calm down. Be... The resolution to any conflict throughout the 700 episodes of this podcast. Just at the end of every episode, guys, relax. We're in space. This yeah. is great. Hey guys. Let's just calm down. Hey, guys, what's, what's the big deal? How bad could it be? How bad could it be? We're just in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> what what bad could happen? <laughs> All right. Now, what I didn't play for you earlier is that Gerald has five different forms, and the third one is him as a normal human size form. And him and Beatrix get it on, or at least flirt with each other. When that happens, they're attracted to each other. So then this question comes out, and I want you to listen to how quick on her feet Beatrix is. I mean, this is what's important with improv. you got to be, like, quick with a line. Listen, you know, I know this is kind of sudden and maybe quick, but I don't know. What is your guys' policy on, like, space orgies or whatever? <laughs> What's your policy on space orgies? Ah, bah, bah. It's like Sorry John reading his fucking roll call. Ah, ah. Slow down there. <laughs> Can you hear her brain seizing up? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, as the only woman here, I'm going to say I'm opposed to <laughs> Well, no. So she has zero comedic instincts. When she finally figures out what to say, this is what she says. Um... Gerald, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we uh, we're a family here, and uh, families don't do that <laughs> unless yeah. it's real weird. <laughs> and even still, wow. no. Okay, I I feel like I've crossed I've crossed a line. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. Really that's uh, no. Wow. So he brings up space orgies. They're like, well, that's weird. He's like, oh, sorry, my bad. Good yeah. one, guys. I thought you were supposed to like run with all these stupid premises and be like, all right, yeah. I'll suck your Godot for dink and you can shove your Godopadoop in my bumper doop. You know, something. I'm no improv pro, but it's something. I don't know. I think you are. <laughs> all right. So now let's wrap it all up. Remember, this is the episode where they killed Gerald. That was the whole point of this. She stands a bunch of time, then band-aids to the rescue. Stab, stab. And then they're all recovering in her bed or some weird shit. <laughs> and, okay, great. Yeah, and apparently, like, they have this weird sexual tension between the two of them. For now, arrivederci. No, what? Bye-bye. I just want to make sure this doesn't impact our, our friendship. What is happening? <laughs> Been here. Two weeks. 
Two weeks. Love it. What is a quirk that they have? <laughs> two weeks. Love it. Love a fortnight. Yes. Answer. <laughs> Fuck it. That's it. That's it right there. We'll, we'll work with that. Just what I was thinking. Nailed <laughs> it. <laughs> I've seen you 14 days straight. What are you up to today? And then we're moving on. All right. So I wanted to tease you with that. Let's get into your clips now, Doug. And then we'll come back. And we'll check out the second episode that they did in front of this audience. I honestly don't even want to play my clips, but let's do it. No, no, no. no, no. It's funny you should end with characters that have seen each other every day for 14 days straight meeting and saying hello. Start with my number three. This is how characters interact that know each other. Okay. Hey, Al. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, weird, weird energy. We're not going to talk about it. Okay, cool. Anyways, hey, we're... Hello. What's up? I've been playing chess. Oh, that's nice. I've been scouting. You know, why not just write a script? Just try that. Just, maybe that would be better. Right. Okay, right off of this, just play four. This happens two seconds later. Hi. 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 You wanna you wanna run to each other and hug like we're meeting in a field like in that movie that we watched? Oh no, thank you. Ah! Really? <laughs> I can't fucking take it. Doug, you know what this sounds like to me? I took French in middle school. Sure. And the first conversation you learn is Saba, Saba, we Saba, Saba, Saba. It's like just like hi back and forth over and over again. It's like no, it's not French people greet each other. No, it's not. <laughs> that, that's not true. <laughs> I've, I've seen French people. I don't just say sabato to each other over and over again. They're most simple folk. This, <laughs> most of this feels like padding. I don't know what they're trying to pad. Every episode is about 15 minutes. I think you could do something interesting in that time, and they just don't. Wait a second. Doug is here. Hi, Doug. Hi. Hey, oh. hi. Hi, Doug. Hi. 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 Hi, Doug. Stretch it out, stretch it out. We gotta fill two hours before the review girls come on. Stretch it out. All right, all right. Let's keep going. What else you got, buddy? We may share a ship together and (laughs) perhaps just uh, met in the mess hall. This is terrible. Um, Also, you know what else I love about improv? What's that? I. My favorite thing of improv is when people decide to stammer their way through improv. That's what most of these episodes are. Yeah. It's my number two. And this one character, she's the captain. This is kind of all she did with all three episodes I listened to. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. It looks like you're going on a mission. Hope it wasn't to find me, because I'm here. Uh, uh yeah. yeah, we were actually about to go on a mission. Why is this not scripted? You could do something if it was scripted. Well, they're also really bad at acting. Oh, they're terrible. Let's not let's not uh, gloss over the fact that they're also horrible at acting. <sighs> they're not bringing me into their world at all. No, no, this, no, no. This is again. I want to give credit to Vito from the biggest problem in the universe when he brought up theater kids mm-hmm. as the biggest oh. problem in the universe. These are theater kids. Mm-hmm. And yeah. someone needs to shake them and say, you're not good. You shouldn't be on stage. You should spend more time watching people who are good. That might help. I am not saying it would be good if it were scripted, but at least you could <laughs> tell a cohesive story yeah, or something. Finish a sentence. Because I picked up on that, too. There's a, there were a few times, I probably have clips that we'll play later, 
where yeah. the one person you could tell doesn't know where to go with it and they just start stammering yep. and then they're right. just like, oh, I'll talk now. It's like, thank God. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. But even then, no one is leading. And no. I heard what Doug heard. I heard a studio overproduced thing and everybody is like, oh, okay. You want me to do that? Okay. Here I go. I'm doing that thing that yeah. I've been stammering about. <laughs> Every character. Every every character, they're so awkward and uncomfortable with each other. And I don't know if that is improv. I don't think it should be that way. You should be able to play off of each other. Yeah, there should be some chemistry. Yes. Also, this is a podcast, Doug. Let's say (laughs) we did this bad a job. We could go, you know what? Let's scrap that one. Yeah. Let's let's try again. Let's do something else. Like no, it's something like all right. Put the fully work on. Produce that shit. Let's get it out. Yep. Why? Yep. It's terrible. Exactly. Play my number eight. This guy cannot think of a word. He's doing improv. He can't on the fly think of what to name a certain thing. And you could have done a take two. Just take two on this. I, I don't know why he didn't opt to use the you know automatic cargo thing that I built. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why he didn't use that thingamajig. <laughs> oh Spare my God. me the tech talk. Dumb it down for me, would you? All right. So, Carl, you yes. talked about the fact that they really don't know what their characters are. They might not be familiar with what other, people char- other people's characters are. This guy, these two idiots decide to, because this is interesting in space, sit down and play a game of chess that literally happened in an episode Sweet. that I listened to. Yes. No, no, it's very exciting. They better explain move by move. So these two are having a conversation, and it's very clear that the one guy doesn't know what character he's talking to. And in response, (laughs) the other guy kind of laughs at the end with his response. It's number 12. I should warn you, this is a chessboard of, of my own design, and it has an additional feature where every time you lose a piece, it sends a wave through your hand to your brain and causes you to have a profound realization about yourself. Don't have hands, don't have a brain. Don't this will be a problem. (laughs) 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 I'm playing a computer. Yeah, well, watch out, because I'm going to smash your fingers. What? (laughs) That's funny. It's ridiculous. This this show is really, really bad. All right, do you think it can get worse? It does. No. Here we go, guys. So I just brought up the fact that they're like, all right, well, we finished that. We didn't kill Gerald or anything, but we're ready for another one. We got a new character, and we have this new character. <laughs> How long has he been here? Two weeks. Um, they ask, like, what quirk does he have? They say he likes opera is, like, the quirk, his personality wow. quirk, which is not. You can run pers- with that. Personality quirk is. And then um, this is this is the kiss of death right here. Okay, this is going Frank. to be a very, very fast, oh, like, God. seven, eight-minute episode. We're going to do it real ten. quick. We've got time, time for ten. The one where they sing. sing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Even the improv actors are like, Can, no, yeah. guys, no. Can we do something else? No one's excited about this. The one where they sing. Is the premise. But you could do this. Like, you could do this. You could make this they fun. Can't. They can't. You could can't. intentionally make this hilarious. All right. Well, let's see what they do. <laughs> so the guy who was Gerald is now Frank, and we are off to a bad start on this one. <laughs> this is Frank, our DJ. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Did you just oh. <laughs> Is it? it? It was he we're looking for, yes. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, 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 Jesus. Stay in character, folks. Stay in right. character. Come on. So they go ahead and decide 
that, okay, we got to have singing in this. So let's do karaoke night. That's something all of our characters would enjoy in space. Mm. It's karaoke <laughs> night. Uh, you said we were doing like a karaoke night and uh, traveling DJ just happened to be knocking on our door. That is convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Who th- wants to sing karaoke time? Yeah, I don't I don't know if I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell the whole sense like this is not going anywhere. Yeah. Good guys. This is not. We're in front of an audience and we're doing fucking karaoke DJ guy shows up. And by the way, I know karaoke DJs, they don't sing everything they say. They're not singing right. songs. like, it's yeah. time what? for karaoke. <laughs> shut the fuck up and set up your equipment, asshole. <laughs> pop, pop in Journey and shut the fuck up. All right. So we got to get into some details here. One of the best parts about improv is really digging into the minutia. Things like, where do I set up the karaoke equipment? <laughs> Bartholomew. Uh, yeah, we. I think we do want to do karaoke. Where should we set up? Want to put it over by the stove, or, or, or by the closet, or That's... set up wherever you want to, baby. Oh boy, <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> they were in front of people. <laughs> this is humiliating. I would pay fifty dollars to be at this show. I'm blushing on their behalf. I, I think. know. <laughs> if I could time travel, it wouldn't be to kill Baby Hitler. It would be to be in the audience and tackle these retards. <laughs> That'd be my dream come yeah. true. Bring your soundboard. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. I have a karaoke machine right here. <laughs> All right. So um, Beatrix is still a character in this, and she doesn't trust Frank, the karaoke DJ. Frankly, I don't trust that you're just a regular DJ. Where have you been for the last, you know, however long we've been here? Why, well, he just brings you to our club tonight, huh? It's two weeks. It was supposed to be two weeks. Moving on. Let's see what he. Let's see what he says. It's not really a club. It's actually. Uh, it's a club. If we want it to be a club, you gotta get imaginative when you've been here as long as we have. I've traveled through the stars to this planet. Fucking thing sucks. (laughs) So I like, now, I'm not a fan of yes anding. I find it to be obnoxious. But it is a rule that you don't just go, this isn't a club. What the fuck are you talking about? We were just talking about I was going to sit next to the closet or the stove. She's like, all right, I fucked up. All right, just fucking let it go. It's a club. Now it's funny. (laughs) My bad. Let's move on, shall we? They do that all the time in my club when the guy's like, do you want to run through a field and embrace like in that movie? She goes, no. <laughs> yeah. End of conversation. You have to, yeah, you have to say, yeah, okay. <laughs> or like move it to a different direction. Like, no, let's not do that. Let's do this. You know, right. something. You can't just be like, that's dumb. <laughs> oh, God. I should join an improv troupe and oh. play along with it for like, I don't know, 18 months. Two sure. years. <laughs> and then just one day, just fucking thwart a show by just putting an end to every conversation that they have. I'm like, Carl, what happened? I'm like, ha-ha! This is my plan all along. Gotcha. <laughs> you voted for nothing. the improv ruiner. <laughs> Please do it. I'll get a reputation. Oh, no, here he comes. It's not just his teeth that are crooked. Watch out for the improv ruiner. Oh. Hey Carl, you wanted to you wanted to sit here and say hi to each other thirty five times in a row. Yeah. Can you play my number thirteen? Because I think a great idea is to do the rest of this podcast with our hands over our mouths. Okay. That doesn't make it pleasant. 
Yeah, I think I should have a voice in what's up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and also, it's gonna like work a little bit, but it, I have, you know, still remnants of my mustache. Oh, that's really cool. Shut up! <laughs> Everyone just shut up is the best thing anyone said so far. <laughs> it really is. Well, 100%. And you're in this live show. I haven't heard the captain, and the captain is a major character, but they've gone through multiple captains. I know that whoever is the captain, I think whoever they keep bringing in can't deal with this anymore yeah. and just has to get out. Sure. I would imagine. Not do it live. That's for sure. All right. So as they're singing, and this is obviously going very poorly because it's just kind of being sing-songy for no reason, which is not sure. karaoke is like singing songs people know. Right. But... This one guy chimes in, and they're all impressed by this. They actually surprise themselves. I've traveled through the stars to this planet, bringing song across the cosmos. And I found your little ragtag group. Oh, I like that it. Was, that was good. I'm, yeah, that, yeah was, that was pretty impressive. Okay. Oh, they're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said group, and then you said group. You're like, tag my line. Like, it's a real song. Whoa. There was much rejoicing. <laughs> they were all so impressed with themselves right there. So, of course, because the guy got this positive reinforcement, he's like, well, this is my thing now mm -hmm. that I do. So let's go ahead and uh, strike gold over and over again, shall we? <laughs> I'm just setting up the karaoke machine. machine. <laughs> Why don't you decide what you're gonna be singing? Singing. <laughs> Who's laughing at that? Swallow. Who's laughing at this? The, the, one of the things about laughing at improv is that you'll have a lot of awkward laughing. Because you see this, you're like, oh, oh it's, you know, it's frightening. It's a cringe. <laughs> you have to react so in some way. It's how Opie used to get laughs. Back in the days, making uh, everyone uncomfortable. Um, oh, hey, can I interrupt real quick? Because yeah. um, since you were talking about Opie, and yeah. I was just talking about the captain, I remembered something that the captain does. So maybe it's not that the captain decides to leave, but they decide to kick her out. Ah. Play number six, because this has such a Opie high-talking, repetitive... It's, what it's do you mean? <laughs> really Everyone seems so suspicious. <laughs> Just suspicious. What? No. Of you, Beatrix. Stop it. Come on. What? Suspicious. No. You. What? Anyways, I'm gonna go see where the crew is. Bye. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was going to say, play that got funny again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> now it's funny again. <laughs> Just keep saying it over and over again, dummy. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good call on that. All right. So Beatrix, who we just heard in that clip, is mm -hmm. also uh, on the planet or spaceship, wherever the fuck they are doing karaoke. And she gets called out for not making any sense and being retarded, which... Props to them. <laughs> Someone had to do it. Okay, I guess our party vibes are pretty interstellar. Because they would, he would pick it up because he's traveling. Because the, the party's going to be so good. It's going to be great. It's Sorry, I'm not sure I quite understand. Could you start from the beginning of that thread? Our, our party vibes are interstellar. <laughs> it's going to be a good party. Hello. It's funny. 
<laughs> well, I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I had that queued up. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we've got to the point where Frank has to fucking sing everything for no reason whatsoever. Mm. By the way, opera is never brought up. They're like, he's into opera. This is where they sing. That was his thing. That was supposed to be his thing. The two weeks thing's out the window. They never bring up opera ever again. And at this point, Frank's fucking had enough. He can't take anymore. Do they have anything spoken word? (laughs) We got some Shatner in his spoken word days. Who's that? There was a show. You, yeah, actually, you guys would really appreciate the show. It was, Whoa. Um, oh, sorry. I, I broke. You stopped singing. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. He's over it, nerd. Yeah. You should be too. <laughs> Let's move on. This guy's a guest, and you brought him up here. He's the only one singing. Yes. Appears to be the only one, quote unquote, trying. Correct. He's, he's had enough of this. The nonsense. rest of them are just like, oh, I don't know. What are we doing? Why are we doing any of this? Yeah. He's doing voices. He's changing sizes. He's singing. And they're just standing around, just dicking around, doing their usual dumb shit for their show. Now, this is where it gets really bad because Beatrix doesn't know what to do. So, so she decides to do a callback. Remember that earlier episode with uh, Gerald, who broke up with her and left? Oh my God! I just—it was a lie. Gerald, damn it! Mid-sized Gerald. Look, I—you know what? I—I I didn't like the way things ended. Oh no! Oh my, and I just—I I, I didn't mean okay, to squish you. Rolled up newspaper. One second. Wait, 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 wait. Look, I—I've I, thought about my ways and I thought about what I did and it was—it's unacceptable and. <laughs> I, I know maybe I don't deserve forgiveness, but I just hope that, you know, that maybe one day we could all be friends again. Jesus Christ. So now we've gotten to the point now, Doug, where it was supposed to be about singing and opera <laughs> two weeks. It's now turned into a thing where they're like, hey, this is actually the bad guy from the last thing. And then we ended up <laughs> trying to kill him and then we became friends and then we broke up. So what she has done, Christy, in this, I'm not going to keep giving her her character name, Christy Bolton who's terrible at this, she has now moved things into a direction that they don't know what the fuck to do with. Because they're like, oh, okay, that's the Gerald guy. Like, fuck, we're done with that. We've moved on. So this goes on for a minute. But listen how awkward this gets and how difficult this is for these poor people. And out of us, are we friends, maybe? Tentatively. Okay. I still have a rolled-up newspaper, and the second you get online, I'm squishing you. I, I tentatively accept your friendship. Oh, okay. Well, that's a that's a start. Sorry, trust. It's a it's a road that you have to build together, and we're starting to make that pave. Okay. Um, what 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 can we do to help you stay either small or party bot, and not you know your uh, other larger? Um, yes. Well, um, I'm just happy to stay of this size, and we uh, maybe um, have karaoke night. That sounds great. There have been no laughs! What do you mean? None! <laughs> so it literally turns into them just trying to figure out, like, how do we get out of this? Yeah. Uh, karaoke? Oops. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, karaoke. Let's get back to that. We were supposed to be singing. <laughs> also, I hope I I hope I have some ex-girlfriends that re- refer to me as mid-sized Doug. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a shapeshifter, like I was explaining before. So the oh, mid-size oh, okay. was right. the version of Gerald right. that she fell in love with and... 
I could write an you essay really, or two. Yeah, you really got more out of this than I did. I never knew what was happening, where they were, anything that was going on. And I listened to like three or four episodes in a row. Doug, I'm nothing if not a good listener. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's my one thing I can do. Ooh. <laughs> all right. I'm all out of class. What else you got on this show? I don't even. I, God, I, <laughs> I hate this so much. I really, really found this very uninteresting. Um, I don't Sorry. know. I think that one of the one of the things with traits of one of these characters or one of the laughs or gags is that they always call a character by the wrong name, which I mm-hmm. guess is quote unquote funny. It's number seven. It's not funny. Um. Hey, Bart Simpson. Can I talk to you about something? Yeah, that's not funny. This is just I get it because very... Bart's not in this. Because Bart's, Bart's from the, the show The Simpsons, right? So we would yes. be in outer space with them. I get it. Uh, sure, it's pretty good. So the it's like only... when Patrick Michael I... calls me Roy, it's like oh, that's yeah. not even close to my name. Gotcha. Yes. That's pretty gotcha. good. The only thing that I was thought was kind of funny, my number 17, I decided to go back and listen to the very first show because I thought I'm missing something. Sure. Maybe I just want to see how this all starts. There's some context. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. It's a little funny at the end. I don't know who's doing these voices. It's pretty great. I wish they would have kept these two on. Mayday. This is Echo Bravo 379er. We are initiating Foxstar Charlie Kilo protocol. We have identified a nearby planetary body for... I can't hear you. You're trailing off. And did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? No, it was cordless. <laughs> okay, I see what you did. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, I don't want to play any more of these clips. They're all, all right. terrible. I see what you did there. Well, right. thank you, Gay, in the Discord, for introducing us to that show. I don't know how people find these shows. Between broker, two broker girls, the last show we did, and then this one, like, who is finding these shows on the internet? People who hate us. (laughs) (laughs) People who are exacting their revenge, apparently. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That brings us to our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And our cringe of the week this week comes in from Ryan Rebalkin. Coming in with a, uh, a cringe of the week. And I actually have a video cringe, but if you're not watching, I think you'll understand what's going on. This is a show called Beat the Cult. And Ryan actually says he likes the host. He's had the host on his show before. This is more about the guest. And the guest, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, appears to be a morbidly obese man. But we'll see how this person self-identifies. So do you use the phrases or the phrase gender and the phrase sex interchangeably? Or do they mean two two different things to you? Two different things, totally. So my sex is intersex. Okay. That's yeah. my sex is intersex accurately. Or you could sure. I guess you could say even intersex male because I do feel like my sex is inner butt. <laughs> I just want to point out so Damien Marie at Hope is the name of this person with the red beard and the bald head. And uh, let's learn more about their sex and gender, shall we? My external body is like probably 80% or maybe 75. I don't know. Because I have female boobs, female nipples. Oh. I, uh, I do. So, in a sense, so... Um, Getting what is that called in males? Um, <laughs> yeah, right, they, whatever. But, but, but see, they try to, oh, it's like one guy goes, oh, you're not intersex, because that could be a non-intersex. I go, I have that, plus I have a hidden penis. They go, well, that can also be by itself. I go, yeah, but it's not. It's with the breasts and the nipples. Hmm. 
and uh, um, my whole genital can be pushed up inside. The, the, oh. These balls can go right up oh. inside and disappear like if there's some cavity in there or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Weird flex. My micro penis ho- identifies as a clit. <laughs> I love the host reaction of, oh, yeah, oh yeah. wow. Never heard of that. Neato. <laughs> That's I thought he was going to say his body is 80% chocolate, to be honest. Yeah. It's more accurate. That's my retirement grease. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guys, I want to get us up to speed on what's going on in the world of Adam Carolla. Now, we don't talk about Adam Carolla a ton on this show. We've obviously reviewed the show. I've explained that I'm a big fan going back many, many years. And actually, if I think about it, I think Adam Carolla was the first podcast that I started listening to regularly after Opie and Anthony went away. And I kind of needed that daily show, talk about the news, interview celebrities, like all that kind of morning show kind of stuff. And um, when we reviewed the Adam Carolla show many, many years ago, we talked about how Bald Brian is awesome. And Bald Brian is the guy who plays the drops. And he's been with Adam Carolla since the radio show days. He's been around for a very long time. And then uh, Gina Grad was the other person we talked about. Now, Gina Grad is the newswoman. And she took over for Allison Rosen. And Allison Rosen was fired. And it was a weird thing because Adam Carolla came on one day. It was like, it was, I think it was the first show of the year. I think it was the first show of January. And he came out and he goes, Hey, just so you guys know, uh, Elson Rosen won't be here anymore, but uh, here's Gina Grad. And so now we're going to do, she's going to do the news. And, and people were like, what the fuck? How did this happen? And so Adam had to explain himself and it turned into like this month long thing of him going, well, you know, Allison uh, has her other stuff going on and then mutual. And Allison's going, it wasn't mutual. He fired me. So this is how the uh, first show of this year started off. All right. So why didn't I not mention uh, Bald Brian and Gina Grad? Because uh, they are no longer part of the show. But let me explain. It is not in a bad way. I spoke to both of them uh, earlier today in person and had uh, a very nice warm and magnanimous chat with both of them who I appreciate, who I respect, and who I love, and who I've known for many a time. I sent no emails this time. This was uh, one-on-ones. He's patting himself on the back. Okay, so I fired two people after the new year, but I told them in person. Not like last time. Yeah, don't get mad at me now, guys. Yeah. I told them both in person. I can change. <laughs> So he goes on to say that he's making some changes in his life. He's looking to move out of state. Now, he hasn't yet. So he's like, well, I'm going to probably move out of state. So, you know, Brian and Gina, they live in L.A. You know, so what am I going to do? Meanwhile, I didn't fire all the other people. Mike Dawson's still on the show. Chris Loxamana, they live in L.A. But, okay, whatever. That was part of his thing. So then he goes on to explain that the reason why he had to do it is because he's changing formats. I've always done formats and then changed formats. I did Loveline for many years, a decade, and I changed. I um, went to morning radio and I did that format. And then I did this podcast format, but I've always been interested in evolving, changing, and going different directions formatically. All right. First off, he had to switch to a podcast because he got fired from morning radio. 
and he didn't change formats. He just took the radio show and made it a podcast. Those are different jobs. That's not a different format. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he went from Loveline as like, you know, second mic co-host, whatever you want to call it on Loveline to getting a morning show gig. Like that's what you want in radio. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, okay, cool. It's not like he's like, I got to change formats. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know, it's not like W4 going from rock to country. He's, he's explaining, he's just like, the show's going to change. I'm evolving. That's why we had to move on from Gina and Bald Brian. But then later on in the show, he says this. Jay Moore is out there. Um, Dawson. And again, in terms of the format, I'm obviously not going to sit here and talk to my own reflection in the monitor for uh, two hours a day. Um, Maybe I told Dawson, pull some news stories at some point. Uh, Chris will do some trending topics. Not, not today, but you know, we'll, we'll keep it loose and modular and we'll move things around. So he explained he got to get rid of Gina Grant, the newswoman, because he's changing formats. He's like, and then I asked Dawson to go ahead and pull some news stuff for us. I'm surprised he didn't have Mike Lynch playing drops, which I'm sure will happen soon. She's just replacing these people, pretending that it's like, well, you know, yeah. this this is my favorite because this is the kiss of death. So between moving and changing of the format, um, it it came time to part ways with Bald and Gina, who let's um, be very clear about all of this. Uh, I like them personally very uh. much. I respect them. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. the worst. Did, did a family member get him a word of the day calendar? And now January 1, it was format. Format. Yeah. You know, I, I have to format my day to a different format. <laughs> yeah. That's like saying I was in construction and now I repair cars. I still fix things. It's just a different format. It's a different format. You know what I'm doing this show for is for Matt. Matt doesn't like Cheetah Grant. <laughs> this is format. <laughs> uh, all right. This sounds like a breakup, right? Where it's like, yeah, yeah. I still love them. Yeah. They're great yeah. people. Yeah. It just, you know, it just didn't work. And then this is it right here. It's nothing to do with them professionally in terms of their ability. <laughs> it's about me. It's about movement. It's about format. And it's about <laughs> evolution. And it's about change it, he literally just gave me. the it's it's not you it's me speech that. yeah it's crazy don't feel bad it's not you i'm the i'm the yeah. problem it's here. the narrative <laughs> you're great i'm just giving you more time to find your next gig before <laughs> i eventually move if, I, yeah. anything i'm doing you a favor yeah i'm encouraging your solo career <laughs> i just freed up your future that's, yeah. that's what we used to say you're welcome <laughs> freed up your future for you, you do whatever you want yeah, now I actually, on this piece of paper i wrote down some potential formats that you could sort of explore now <laughs> yeah the way he said that though reminded me of like it must be the conversation that when nat had with him when she decided she wanted a divorce you're great <laughs> yeah. listen yeah. you fantastic don't change it's me. I'm I'm the problem. It's why it's like I have a new format in life. It's called fucking a different guy. <laughs> yeah. It's called taking the house and fucking a different guy. <laughs> no, I love the kids. I love the house. That's why they're staying. <laughs> you. Yeah. No one's knocking the house. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so this is great because this analogy that I can't help but come up with, this idea that he's like breaking up with a girlfriend or something. This is perfect 
when you say, look, we can still get together. Let's still hang out. Yeah. Still crash at my house anytime you want. <laughs> uh, Bald and Gina will be part of the show periodically. Uh, the door's wide open. Anything to plug. I think Bald will do his Baldywood uh, maybe once a month, and we'll figure some of this out. A lot of it is fluid. We haven't really you know, landed on a strict format. It's just Drink. going to be a change. I mean, we'll still fuck. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was hoping we'd still be fucking, probably, right? Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. That is the ideal still, arrangement. Still, yeah, I think we'd, we'd just be better friends. You yeah. know, I think I think it's it's gotten to that point in this relationship, but but we could still be friends. It's fine. And I will encourage your endeavors. From time to time, we can have dinner and see where it goes, but this is nothing. Yeah. It's non-committal. Right. So I think you should see other podcasts i'm fine with that i won't be upset if i hear you on another podcast and he's already explained that they're great he he goes on to say i was listening back to some of the best of stuff we played at the end of the year and stuff i don't remember like brian was so funny and gina was so great like oh okay then what's the real reason then if they were Mm. great and you're still doing a show that's a comedy show and bringing in guests and doing the news like why did you have to get rid of them and then he says something that I think is the real reason for their dismissal. There are many things that are going on in my life. Um, I'm getting divorced. Obviously, you're aware of that. That has been uh, long and difficult and super expensive and nothing like what uh, was discussed uh, in the early stages of the uh, divorce. So it is... It is stressful, time-consuming, um, and uh, I would say a distraction. And did I mention expensive? Did I mention how expensive <laughs> this is? This is how every divorce starts. Let's, we'll be amicable about it. Look, and I, I have a very comfortable lifestyle. I'm not looking for too much. Then you talk to a divorce attorney like, oh, no, you could take him for everything. Oh, I can. <laughs> well, then... That sounds like a better plan. Let's do that. <laughs> How does that happen? Oh, it's just a slight format change? Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think this was a cost-cutting measure. Just based yeah. on, like, this is him explaining this. He's not doing a great job of telling, like, I guarantee Gina and Brian are listening to this and going, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. We could have talked about a salary reduction. We could have talked about taking out additional roles with the organization. Yeah. Fuck. I, I just, it's weird that it took him so long to get there, and he didn't just go the Alex Jones route where he's like, I fucking need money, people. Just give me <laughs> as much money as possible. So, now he's talking about this episode. I had to listen to this because I was like, whoa, this is crazy. He talks about the divorce and how it's not going well, and it's going to go on for a long time. It's going to cost him a lot of money and aggravation. And he goes on to talk about his dog, ate all of this chocolate that he was looking forward to eating right before a Christmas party on Christmas Eve to take the dog to the emergency vet. the dog. The dog oh. puked all over the place, all this chocolate that he wanted to eat. And then he goes on to talk about how his friend just committed suicide. Like everything about it was like, dude, this guy's having a fucking rough start of the year over here. <laughs> so this is him explaining that it's still going to be a comedy show though, guys. So it's 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 been a difficult couple of years because it's hard to have, you know, one foot in comedy and the other foot is in, you know, reading emails from from attorneys. And uh, it's it's been long, 
depressing and expensive, and uh, it, it, we're not near the end yet. So, uh, but I'll try to car- compartmentalize, and I will uh, remove. You know, I'll put on the comedy hat when I come uh, into the studio. But in the in the name of transparency, there's you know, life has been. It's thrown a few curveballs over the last uh, couple of years. Uh, my mother passed away about uh, six months ago, which is um, an interesting story. I never told my kids. <laughs> waka, waka. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is him to explain that. Look, the show's going to be great going forward. I got rid of Bald Bright. Everyone loves Bald Bright. He's gone. Uh, my wife is in shambles. Got rid of my mom. <laughs> my mom died. I never told anyone. <laughs> I mean, my dog ate my comedy hat this morning, but I'll get a new one tomorrow. <laughs> new comedy hat. Holy shit. His mom passed away. He never told anyone, including his own kids. And then he tells this story of his mom passed away, and then his stepfather says, hey, I'm going to bring my girlfriend to Christmas Eve. <laughs> so now Adam goes, oh, fuck, i got to tell the kids where Nana went. So he talks to his, his son, Sonny, and he goes... Um, Hey, listen, man. Um, remember Nana? He goes, Oh, yeah, she passed away, right? He says, How'd you know? He goes, Mom told me. Well, yeah, of course. Well, that's going to tell him that. Uh, he's going to keep it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Oh, good. Now I don't have to tell him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I was afraid he's going to cry or something. So this worked out great. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like there was one adult in that relationship. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no shit. He's like, That's off my desk. <laughs> Speaking of not acting like an adult, I got word, actually, from Bob Levy himself, that the last Misery Loves Company of 2022 was one in which Chad Zumach was wasted. Now, he has been talking about how he's going to quit drinking in 2023, and so the best way to stop a bad habit is to really ramp it up yeah. right before you quit cold turkey. You, you just want to drink every day. That's, yeah. <laughs> Don't slowly weed yourself off of it. Like, really ramp it up. Yeah, you want that withdrawal to really hurt. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you know it's going to work. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, for whatever reason, they have other episodes since then out, <clears throat> but not that episode. Mm. So I'm hoping that it sees the light of day, but I don't know if Chad was like, Please don't post this, Kevin. Or I don't know what happened because we cannot get a hold of it right now. I was very excited when you said I, I might get it. Uh, I thought I had people it. working on this. Your staff was hard. My at work staff on was this. hard at work. I want to thank through. the people who get me these uh, Misery Love Company episodes from Patreon. Yeah. But unfortunately, that one is gone. We weren't able to get it. But I have some. I have a treat for you anyway, Doug. I mentioned on the show that. Patty Seacups has this new YouTube channel. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. So he has this new channel called uh, Great Job Awesome. I think it's at, at Great Job Show. It's where you can find it. And we played the video just recently where he played the clip of Joe Rogan talking about how Brendan Schaub was addicted to painkillers mm. before he knew him. 
And if you remember what I played with, I don't even think I played that part of it. I think I just played the part where Patty Seacups was going, this is news to me, guys. I don't know if you already knew about it. If you did, cool. I didn't see it. So maybe this is old news, but I think it's new. Like he really tried to explain it. Like, guys, please. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think this is new stuff. So he came out with a new video to respond to people's reaction to that video. Because as I mentioned, that video got almost 5,000 views. So let's see how he starts off this. And this one's called Might Not Be News to You Response. <laughs> I'm sure it's measured. And by the way, I want to say that uh, underneath the description of this video, it says, just keep commenting. It's good for the Elgo. Now, remember, this is a guy who can't take other people's comments. He hates any right. type of feedback or direction. He gets very upset with that. But someone had told him, like, well, if you want people to see this shit, comments are good for the algorithm. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. Oh, he's got multiple intros. This is this yeah. is fun. it's very high tech. Great job. <laughs> awesome. this, this show is four minutes long and it starts with all of this nonsense. It's like when you watch a movie, there's eight thousand production movies at the beginning. But the reason for that is because all of those companies were involved in the production of that movie. This <laughs> <laughs> is just one asshole. He's like, this is good. This is good too. I, I, you know what? I'll put all this stuff in. <laughs> Also, all those production things are all like three and a half seconds long. You know, oh, yeah, it's no, like it's, real quick. <laughs> yeah, but just flying and we need the to talk. like I'm in Tron. And the f- <laughs> I know this is uh, a little dated, I would say, but I guess uh, wait old a second. I'm I'm sorry, I don't want to get ahead of where we are. He just talks over this. Yes, you don't see. I him. don't get to see him. No, you don't get to see him. All right, well, I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and we need to talk. And the first things first, I got to get this off my chest. This isn't a video specific to anything other than me responding to the last video. I just dropped this shop video where Rogan talks about Brendan having a pill addiction. I said in the video that it might not be news to you. So everyone that keeps leaving comments about Brendan mentioning it himself is proof that you guys are watching way too much Brendan Schaub content. Oh, you're the asshole. If you wow. correct Patty Seacops yeah. and be like, by the way, this isn't new news. You're the asshole. <laughs> why do you have that information? Because you're an idiot. That's why. These, these visuals are so distracting. I know. I just, I just, I just want to listen to him. Just or listen. Honestly, Most to see people... him sitting into in a closet doing this, I would, I would die to see that. That but... would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you're just watching. Too much Brendan Schaub content. Sorry I wasn't aware that the kid had a pill addiction. Sorry I wasn't aware. Yeah, he kicked it, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a thing. So the guy that said, oh, you should do more research before you uh, call somebody a pillhead. He was a pillhead, though. So whether or not I said that or not, it's proof and fact he was a pillhead. I love that he responds to people's comments one at a time. That's my favorite part about this guy. He reads every single one and writes down his manifesto. And this fucking guy who said I should do research. I'll fucking research him. He's so defensive. This you know, you is think? so strange. <laughs> I know. The internet's oh, not yeah? for him. The internet's a two-way well, ch- communication yeah. channel. You won't like it, Patty. Right. Just because he kicked it doesn't mean he wasn't a pillhead. <laughs> right. I know. It's the definition of kicking something means you were addicted to it. 
you're responding to one person who, by the way, might be dumber than you because they're commenting on a video that you made. <laughs> I didn't say he currently is. I was just giving him an excuse for why he says things so wrong all the time. <laughs> Instead of just saying, oh, it's whiskey. Oh, it's CTE. Oh, he's just dumb. I said, nah, man. He's, got, he's, got, he's been affected by these pills all these years. Wait a second. Hold on. I love how Patty says I was giving him an excuse and then he rattles off a bunch of other excuses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to be nice to the guy. I mean, you guys are the ones who are saying he's stupid. He's got CTEs. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like Stucho's concern for Jackie. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. I love the guy. But... Yeah. yeah. You're the assholes who are saying he has a work related injury. I'm just saying he's a pill head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. By the way, I want to point out thanks, everybody. I think he was at 109 subscribers up to 190 now after we talked about his channel. So that's great. Let's keep uh, subscribing on YouTube to <laughs> at Great Job Show, please. Now, I got this information from Joe Rogan's podcast. This wasn't from the Fighter and the Kid or the Shab Show or wherever else he said he had a pill addiction. To me, it seems like you guys are confused as to why I even talk about it. It's not because I like Brendan or want him to fail. It's simply because you guys eat it up. Any mention of Shab draws a bunch of ignorant comment warriors attempting to make it look silly. And believe me, it is silly, but the fact that you've kept up with this content makes me think you'd have a pretty good channel. So don't waste time adding to my videos he posts all of his videos here, which is funny because like the Pete Davidson has 76 views and the Chris D'Elia yeah. has 193, but then he's got some with like 1.5 thousand, 1.2 thousand. It's all over the place. He hasn't figured out the algorithm just yet. Also, the art that he's using. I know that Patty's actually a decent artist. That's the one thing he's actually kind of good at. Yeah. Is he making this art or is this like I, AI generated? I was going to ask it looks you a little the AI same thing. To me. It's missing a soul, this art. Little soulless. Although he's ginger. So that could be be him now I think about it. (laughs) I'm figuring it all out in real time right now. Wow. Just make your own. It seems to me like if you sit and watch hours and hours of Brendan Schaub, of course we want to hear from you. I want a real Schaub fan to put together a channel trying to tell us all the positive Brendan does. Because as far as any other comedians say, he's the nicest guy. A real shop fan. Okay. Now I know he's fucking with us. That doesn't exist. I'll believe in space aliens if I'll believe in a real shop fan. But being nice doesn't make you funny. No. I wouldn't and as try. I said, I only brought up the pill thing because I was hoping to give the man another excuse for failing to uh, ever learn the English language. But it's clear from the comments you guys knew about his old addiction, which simply means you're watching too much. Which also means that you're not real fans of comedy. If Brendan is your go-to for humor, you don't know funny. So again, he, he's misrepresenting people who comment on his show and say that he's stupid. Like, oh, oh, why? Because Brendan Shop's your favorite comic of all time? No, no one's saying that. No one's saying, no, hey, it's, asshole, Brendan right, Shop's the yes. funniest guy ever. How dare you? Right. <laughs> it's only because you're stupid. Yeah, that's why. That's there's, <laughs> there's no hidden motive behind it. The reason it. people are saying you're stupid is because you're dumb. Right. Yes. Dummy. Get confident, stupid. Clear. I mean, at least I only got one guy telling me Pete Davidson is talented. I got 14 people telling me that Shab is clean and he's doing great. <laughs> now, I don't do this to sway you one way or the other. I do this because you want me to. 
Believe me, I'd rather be talking about Chad Zumok. Whoa! What? You'd <laughs> rather be talking about Chad Zumok? Hold on. I, just, I want to point this out right now because between what he was talking about with Steel Toe and now talking about Chad Zumok, this guy's all in. Kind of like what? how um, Lorenzo Ariola now is kind of learning about the Dabbleverse and kind of being immersed in this with Cardiff Electric and stuff. Patty Seacrest pretends to be above it and too good for it. But then essentially, then you're like, oh, you're watching every fucking video, aren't you? Yeah. You're all in on this stuff. And honestly, much like Brendan Schaub and Pills, I have kicked Patty C Cups for over a year. I might be back in. See? This, this is what happens. Uh-huh. Yes. You're relapsing. Yeah. Yeah, but remember how much fun we used to have? Yeah. Remember how much fun it used to be? <laughs> yeah. when we'd OD on Patty C Cups, huh? Yes. <laughs> but nobody knows who that is. And that won't get anywhere close. Oh, we back that up because it puts a, yes, it gets a dig in on Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even Millhouse is clowning me. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Believe me, I'd rather be talking about Chad Zumok, but nobody knows who that is. And that won't get anywhere close to the same amount of views as no. the Shab Tent does. No, it no. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't get as many views, but... You can turn it into something. No, it's not going to get as many views, but it will get more comments because all the people that are subscribed to your channel are WATP fans. Oh, my God. Yes. Everyone, go on this this video and say, we yeah. demand Zumok content. <laughs> I want Zumok. Patty's take on Chad Zumok. So I'll send him the stand-up that we never got all the way yeah. through, the purple recorded. Oh, yeah. I would love for him oh. to break down Zubox, sta- holy sh- Oh my God. I would join forces. This would be amazing. I'm ready to join forces with Patrick Michael, something I, I never thought I would say. If we could both fucking rag on Chad Zubox stand up together. <sighs> I don't wow. know. He might like the stand up. I've seen Patty's stand up. <laughs> well, that would be fun too. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it's a win win. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, no, you know it's good because nobody laughed. Oh, right. that's how you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it in the car ride home. That's one of my favorite things the comics say. Yeah, some of you will get that in the car ride home. No, it just wasn't fun. Hopefully you're not riding with Zumok. (laughs) But feel free. Leave your comments. Tell me how much you like this guy. Tell me why I was wrong and how I should research more. And that just means I have to pay attention to more Brennan Schaub content. A little passive aggressive. No, but seriously, just keep fucking leaving comments. Tell me what an asshole I am. That's fine. I don't care. And I don't want to do that. I mean, I spent time in the golden hour live chat today. And let's just say they're not there because it's good. They're not there because they enjoy it. Some of them are. Some of them are. But what I can say is most of them don't enjoy comedy. And that's that. Until the next time. All right. That's a I still update. don't understand the purpose of that video. I still don't understand why he put it. I know. I just want to play Tron now. He gets upset, yeah. guys. He gets upset when people tell him that he's wrong about something or he should research something. He gets very upset about it. And he has to let you know what an asshole you are. All right. I have a little bit of an update for us. Hey, Starting off with a song from Joe Sacco, Dabble, I'm Stupid. (laughs) 
was right and listen to me It's time for me to prove who is right I tell you that Obama has banished the R word You still say it, now I wanna fight I gotta hold up the stands for my green screen I gotta scrape my roaches under that hatch I gotta stop the time by trying to rhyme I gotta find myself a pop to scratch I'm gonna squeegee this batch with my shirt Cause Miss Melendez ain't around Live with piss, boxes, roaches, and fingernails filled with dirt Devil, I'm wow. stupid. Wow, wow, Joe wow. Sacco. that was amazing. Jim oh. Jones has a parody of a parody. That is an original song from Weird Al Yankovic, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Might sound like it's a cover, but Devo Who. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> All right, so I have an update, and I want to thank Patrick's Lonely Baby and the Secret Dabblers Discord for tipping me off to this whole thing. There's this guy who used to be on John's show. I don't know if he was ever a guest on the show. He might have been. But um, he's part of that whole universe of these whack jobs who are still concerned about Trump taking over the world. And Ken Otto is his name. And he had a show recently. He had a live stream over six hours long. (laughs) These fucking people. (laughs) Over six hour long live stream recently. And he had on Andrea Brower, John's former moderator and current Hell Sparks moderator. Mm-hmm. to talk about um, what's going on with her. She's got a condition that she wants to talk about. Now, one of the people in the chat was Cordiff, who is uh, the okay. El Horrible version of Cardiff, <laughs> who was in there commenting. And unfortunately, I went back and watched this again this morning because I pulled all of these timestamps, <clears throat> and they went and deleted all of his chats. So there's a bunch of Benny Loco in there responding to Cordiff, but you can't see what Cordiff said to her to get her not that any of this matters but it's kind of it's kind of interesting so Cordiff asks if john has reached out to andrea because she has this condition and she's going through this thing and she's like no no he hasn't reached out to me and benny loco is just like yeah you'd think he'd reach out and benny loco is not too happy with john apparently there's a this thing with her <clears throat> vocal cords andrea brower's vocal cords where they're failing her and she explains it that they're they're like shredding, and they'll soon oh. be gone, and she won't be able to talk anymore. God, yeah, it sounds sounds kind of dire. Of what's going on, so is CSL. Um, stuttering John was the first one I told about it um, because he has the stuttering. He kind of knows the ins and outs of things. He was there when I actually got the call from the doctor. Uh, he was on the phone with me when I got the call. Um, so he uh, kind of told me his experiences and what works and what doesn't work when it talk when you go to using your voice and just working on it. Um, 
with me, I can't do that because if it goes, it just goes. Um, and you can see my vocal cords. You can kind of see them right here with me talking. And what's happening is my vocal cords are shredding. It's All right. So you can see Betty Local's response. She thinks it's Cardiff. It's Cardiff. And um, so the question here, if, uh, if this was the person they were raising money for, and she says no. She is not. Andrew Brower was not the person that John was raising money for. No, that person was John. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right. I don't know if they yeah, know that. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure if they know that, but I do. All right. So then we talk about, people are asking her about centering John. Is he coming back? What's the deal? Andrew's got the answers for um, us. Um, I don't know when stuttering John is coming back. When he's coming back, he will let everybody know he needed some much time off. I do not know. It had to. It was personal related, and I apologize for the way that he did it. That is up to him. Why do you apologize? To say his truth yeah, well, about what's going on, that is not up to me. I have talked to him. I have his reached truth. out to him. That is on his end, not mine. Um, unfortunately, um, things happened the way that they did, and. and Benny Loco says, I hope he doesn't come back. He broke my fucking heart. Not cool. With a lot of exclamation points. You see that on there? That's probably pretty small yes. on the screen. Benny is pissed. Benny Loco is none too happy. In fact, I have another example. She is all over this chat. Really blasting Sonny John. He really uh, fucked some people over, apparently, by stopping his show so abruptly. And I was glad he was there when they called me, when I got the call, was he, um, he's very, he was, he really helped me. Um, he, um, basically, uh, I lost it and started crying and, and, um. Yeah, John was there to help her when she got the news. And John's whole thing was, I stutter, we're even. It's like, well, no. This is <laughs> see, I always try and help people. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see that um, Benny Loco is responding to Harley Prairie Chicken, who is, I don't even know who that is, but it's one of the dabblers. And um, she says, he screwed us all. No excuses, period. Oh, boy. She is none wow. too happy on this one. How, how how did these people not see this coming? I know that's what's so funny I, I about. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to make fun of a woman whose vocal cords are shredding, but boy, what a what a sad story. Yes, that all of these people bought into his bullshit. Yeah, these are not uh, smart people. They're like, wait a second, sorry, Joe was a grifter this whole time. Uh, yes, boy. correct. <laughs> he saw an opportunity. <laughs> people don't like Trump. I don't like Trump either. That's how he got all that money out of you. Yeah, retards. yeah. All right, so this is. Um, Again, we're talking about uh, Benny Loco's comments on here. Cordiff asks if Suttering John was their guiding light <laughs> because they're obviously following him pretty closely. So she wrote, oh, my fucking God, Cordiff. We all had a real life before John and many other obligations far more important. So she's explaining like, no, we all had shit going out of their lives before, uh, before we started following Suttering John and being the mod. But once John came along, we dumped all of that out of our lives. No kidding. Well, I think that's kind of the point that Cordiff was kind of trying to make. Oh, all God. right. So this is a little bit of a longer clip that I want to play. This is addressing John raising the money that he was raising. And, and Benny Loco's just going off. She's not the, the one that was being raised money for. No, I was not. Um, 
I want everybody to understand, okay? And I really want, and if John is listening or watching, I want everybody to be really clear. He's yes, not, we are mad you. at John and we are upset with John and we're worried about John. But Interesting. So this is the moderators, Betty Loco and yeah. Andrew Brower. We're mad at John. We're upset with John. We're worried about John. Huh. But this is John's decision. I can't speak for him. I cannot talk for him. So whatever John was dealing with and whatever he is going through, that is on him. All right. Mark P is in this conversation too. Benny Loco says, John has alcoholism that he refuses to see or deal with. That is what causes all of his problems. But hey, the drink is more important than people to some. So Benny Loco is fucking yeah. a lover scorn over here. She is none too happy with John's antics. She has antics. every right to be this upset. Correct. Correct. And I can't, I can't make him say anything. I wish he would, but I cannot. Whatever was going on with John or whatever the, the, the circumstances are, John will talk about it when he's ready and only when he's ready. My job as a moderator is to protect the people that I moderate for, okay? I'm not going to speak ill of John, even though he frustrates me. All right, so I want to point out, she does not pronounce the R in frustrate, and she does this a lot. And I remember when John was complaining about how people talk, that was one of the things he said. I hate when people don't say frustrating. I'm like, oh, he's talking about Andrea Brower specifically. Oh oh. There's a lot of examples of this. Oh, I'm not going to speak ill of, of how. I'm not going to speak ill of anybody that I moderate for. Okay. And I can't speak to John. Only John can. He has said he will be there when he can and he will let everybody know. That's all I can tell you. That's all I have been told. Okay. So I mean, first, be first patient. of all, I think it's fun. I think she she you know Hal Spark seems like a really really genuinely nice person. I think you can speak ill of John. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Fine. She's like, explaining that Jesus. as the moderator for Hal Sparks and John, she's not allowed to yeah, speak it's ill. It's the of code them. of moderators. Right. Correct. Yes, exactly. Yes. So be patient. It's frustrating, but you got to let John handle things his own way. I don't know, honestly do not know what happened or the circumstances of why John's not here doing his shows that he would have to speak to. As much as saddening and as frustrating as it is, that is on John. I can't speak to it. You know, I'll be there for you and say... You know, the same thing online, in my DMs, I don't know. And it does hurt. And Benny, um, Benny was upset. I was upset. A um, couple of the, of the other moderators have been upset. Um, but it's ultimately, it's not our say. Ultimately, it is John's say. And he knows what's going on with his life and that you know you guys gotta remember he's a celebrity okay oh and that's a job that's a job being a celebrity is a job okay (laughs) it's not who that person is okay so all the trolls out there all the people who troll john all of that being a celebrity is a job it is not who the person is Mm -hmm. okay does that make any sense to anyone 
No, not at all. And I wonder how upset these people are all going to be when he does come back and he just starts his show by going, I'm back, baby. And <laughs> oh, then, yeah, no shit. And never, never talks about why he left or <laughs> any of that stuff. They are going to be so upset. I and Betty Loco, that's what's going to happen. Betty Loco in the, um, in the comments over here is so angry with Andrew Brower just saying, well, he's a celebrity. What are you going to yeah. do? She's like, fuck that. Celebrities are just people with giant <laughs> egos. He can go fuck himself. It's actually really funny what happens that the back and forth between these two. Oh. And then <laughs> Benny Loco goes on to say that she ignores all the DMs that she gets with stuttering John questions. She's sick of it. He says, the man can't grow a set and face his audience. <laughs> so now she's the one stuck with like dealing with stuttering John's absence and all these trolls going, oh. what the fuck happened to this guy? <laughs> And God. she even says to Cordiff at one point, I spent my entire life giving alcoholics a chance after chance. Alcohol always wins. So she has seen this play out before, apparently. Wow. And then they ask Andrea if she's ever seen Paul McCartney live. And she says no, <laughs> which is so weird because John claimed that Andrea got her tickets to see Paul McCartney when he was in Florida. And then a security guard recognized him and had him come down and get the front row seats Cause oh. I'm stuttering John Melendez from the Howard Stern show. I still got it, baby. And then she's just like, no, nah, I've never seen Paul McCartney. Huh. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> All right. I think I have one more clip that I want to play on here about John being a celebrity and Andrew giving him a pass for that very reason. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of under, you kind of understand where these people come from now. They're like, Oh, they think John's a celebrity. This is some oh, yeah. kind of celebrity worship thing going on. They don't realize what a buffoon he is. As much as we're aggravated with John, I do not want anybody bad-mouthing him. You can do it behind the scenes. You can do it not in chat. Okay? And I want Benny Loco says, being a celebrity is only playing dress up and pretend. Nothing more. No special talent needed. <laughs> I'm liking Benny Loco more and more. I want everybody to be really, really clear. Okay. These trolls that troll celebrities... They have nothing better to do than to, to troll. <laughs> okay? And that is on them. Well, I'm sure they'll learn their lesson. Yeah. <laughs> They're thinking about what they've done right now. That'll shut them up. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, so this guy, Ken Otto, I guess, is pretty fascinating to people. It's funny what's happened from the devil version. People are trying to glob on to different things because... Ken Otto does these live streams that go on forever, and there's all these people that come in and just fuck with him, and he doesn't know any better. So he's got, like, a green screen behind him, and they're constantly asking him, like, hey, do you play that piano? And he's like, well, it's actually a green screen. There isn't a piano here. And they just, like, keep the questions coming up over and over again. He has to keep have you read all those books? He's like, well, I haven't read those books, but I've read other books. And so that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And then um, so someone accused Ken Otto of blocking them. So then he starts reading all the names that he has blocked. And these names in and of themselves are fucking hilarious. The only people blocked, I'm going to read them off. Ken Otto wasn't to abuse Tammy. Ghost of Magneto. Address? Step Joe calling Robin a porch something. I don't, I don't think I want to read the rest of that. <laughs> Misty Opinions. Malcolm Running Bull. Ghost of Gunter. <laughs> Trump poison Magneto while Mark Peace dot dot dot. Mark Peace stop touching cats. Rest in peace, Magneto. Tarot Destroyer, Ghost of Magneto under a different name. 
Unknown <laughs> Curiosity and American Money. And most of those people were blocked oh last time. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the beautiful, update. That's a beautiful pool back there. You think he does laps? In that pool? <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is just reading all of these screen names that are about like John's dead cat and shit. He's just like, the following people have been blocked. You suck, Ken. Ken's an idiot. <laughs> Magneto's dead. Ha ha. <laughs> all right. And then they were able to goad him into doing impressions. <laughs> so I guess what? he does a Barney the dinosaur <laughs> impression. Barney the dinosaur. Oh, no. Uh, I love you, you love me. We're one big family. <laughs> Nailed it. And then oh, wow. one more. He does a porky pig in Prashad. Porky pig. Uh, that's all, folks. But it's it not all like we're Barney saying it, but <laughs> maybe at least another hour or so. It sounded like a Ken Otto impression, if you ask wow. me. <laughs> this is what his show is? Yeah, it's um well when I was watching the one with Andrea, it was like I said, six hours long. He starts it off by going, We got a really special guest coming up later. Two and a half hours in, Andrea shows up. He's wow. filling fucking time. Wow. He's talking about nothing. He's got nothing prepared. He gets up and leaves for a while because he's got to grab a bite to eat. <laughs> it's bizarre. And you know what it all stems from? People who thought Stuttering John was doing a show. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's what a show is. Like, no, no. This is how all art gets crappy over time. Yeah. Because people are like imitating shit that gets shittier and shittier. I wonder what happened to Richard Ojeda. Ojeda? I wonder what happened to him. Does he have an outlet now? Some sort of yeah. show he can go on and scream and yell? He does. He has a Facebook Live. Oh, okay. Apparently great. he's coming back to YouTube once he gets his studio built because they just built his house and he's oh. building a studio and he'll be back on YouTube. But he, he goes on Facebook Live and uh, people are following him over there as Love well. It. All right, that's He's great. An angry little bugger. <laughs> Good old blinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we miss him. Um, you know who I also miss is Tommy the Space Alien. Ooh. <laughs> so Tommy had this guy on, Boz is his name. And this guy runs an organization dedicated to finding missing children. So Tommy brings him on and introduces him. And I thought this was a funny segue into. The story about those Idaho college students who were killed. You know about that, Doug? Right, yeah. All right. Listen to how he segues into this and how confusing this is because he has no idea what he's talking about. So before we get into all like the nasty stuff, you know that shooting in uh, Idaho where you can go to tab two where the college kids, you know, four of them, two of them were stabbed or what exactly happened with that? Yeah, all four were stabbed, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Before we get into the nasty stuff, let's talk about those four kids who got slayed in Idaho. And he goes, you know, that shooting in Idaho, the guy's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, no, the shooting where um, two of the people got stabbed, all four got stabbed. Yeah, that shooting. That's the one I was talking about. Don't play dumb. Uh, and he didn't have any idea, anything about it, that there were like two survivors. Like if there was a shooting, the two survivors story would have been very weird. Yeah. How they didn't know that the other four were killed. It's like, Tommy, you have no understanding. I have a question real quick. Yeah. Is that a neon alien head that he has yes. in the back? Oh, he's fascinated with aliens. He's hiding in plain sight. This guy is, my is theory. so scared. Like, every time I listen to your show, I have to bring up an image of him just to remind myself how odd and terrifying he looks. Well, 
whoever built his face didn't do a great job. I don't know what references they had to figure out what humans look he like. Is gonna, he is going to take it off one day. Like a yeah. little man, like a, like a men in black thing. He's going to be in there <laughs> yeah. steering this whole time. You right? might be right about that. All right. So now this guy is talking about how video games train people how to be killers. And because his whole thing is like child abduction. And he goes... You know, it's really easy to play Call of Duty and then learn how to go and shoot people up. And Tommy, which is retarded, stab them. which is so stupid. And then um, Tommy says this, because any type of knowledge that Tommy has, he's just going to spurt it out, which I love. Um, to do that, to be honest with you, I mean, it doesn't take a paid professional to play video games that, you know, like Call of Duty or whatever, and then go get a weapon and then go out and shoot anybody. That is true because yeah. they've made them so realistic now that, I mean, you can do flight simulators. Yeah. Like on Metaverse, you can learn how to fly a plane, kind of, yeah. through the Metaverse. <laughs> flight simulators have been around longer than Tommy. Before he crash landed on this planet, there were flight simulators. He goes, I don't know if you know about this. You can learn how to fly a plane with these video games. Like, yes. Long before the Metaverse, that was a thing. Also, at the end of there, he goes, he goes, you can fly through the metaverse. Does he mean fly through the metaverse? Because I'd like to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he does. Plane, does. Kind of. Yeah. Through the metaverse. Fly plane kind of through the metaverse. <laughs> kind of. I want his guests to be like, let's stay on topic here, Tom. We're talking about murders. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you know what else you can learn from video games? How to eat uh, power pellets. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> That's a good point, too. <laughs> All right, so they're explaining that the father of one of the girls who was killed. Now, this was this is a week old, so this came out right before they actually had a suspect. So now they have this suspect. I covered it on the latest, the creep off. If you want to hear my hot takes on Brian Koberger, so they have a suspect. But before that, the father of one of the daughters of one of the women who were killed in this Idaho slang decided to get a private investigator because it didn't seem like the police had any leads or knew what was going on for whatever reason, this leads Tommy to have some wild speculation <laughs> on who the killer might be. I think I kind of think that's what they're doing. Cause they said that they had got 500 pieces of evidence, like forensic evidence. Mm -hmm. And everybody was breathing down their neck that they're taking forever, blah, 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 blah. And when you agree that the worst thing to do is to pressure those investigators because now they're rushed, maybe they missed something. And then if I'm the dad, I'm just waiting for them to start looking at me because yeah. now that it's been taking so long, I'm just waiting for them to come and question me and start accusing me of doing killing. Because at first I thought, I don't know, maybe, maybe the dad has something to do with it. So now Tommy thinks that father of one of the girls is who killed everyone <laughs> this is the guy who's trying to get to the the facts and the truth and find the killer if she was my daughter i would murder her and her right, friends right he's like oh this guy wants to get to the bottom of this sounds pretty suspicious <laughs> no no it doesn't no one thinks the you know, dad did it what it also looks like tommy's doing this show from a drained pool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so he asks this guy, Rob, who's ex-CIA, which I don't think he ever leave the CIA, but so he, he's ex-intelligence, and he gets a very reasonable response to what might be going on, and then they kick it to Rob, Rob the producer, and Rob talks way out of his ass. It's pretty funny. Hopefully and prayerfully, they uh, come up and find out who did it. 
you know. What do you think, Rob? What's your opinion on that case? I haven't really followed much along with it, honestly. I've seen I've seen the, uh, you know, some of the news reports about it. I just think that I think we're kind of best. I think they know who it is, but they're trying to get enough evidence put on them, but they don't want to go out and say it, right? <laughs> so let him think he's gotten away. They're building up their evidence, and they'll just go make the arrest. He started it by saying, I've been following this at all. <laughs> and that goes on with this wild speculation. They actually know who did it. They're just they're not they're not gonna show their hand right now. They want to build up a case. And he's right! He was right! He just made it up. Turns out he's fucking right about all that. Holy shit. So then they get into um this seven-year-old girl who was abducted by the FedEx driver. This was another big news story. I don't know if you saw this, Doug. No, I didn't. So early December, this is just... Uh, uh, like this guy, I'll try and guess as to who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in early December, a FedEx driver abducted a seven-year-old and, and murdered this girl. And um, Tommy's trying to figure out why that case was solved so quickly. And this case wasn't. He's got a theory. Now with this one, do you think yeah. this went so quick because FedEx was involved and they had money to to push it forward to get it out of the headlines for yeah. FedEx? I don't know what the evidence was. I don't know if they collected off cameras. Uh, there may might have been a neighborhood camera that actually saw the FedEx driver sure. pick the little girl up. All right. That makes zero sense. What Tommy just said, is FedEx putting money behind this investigation? <laughs> no. That's not how that works at all. Like, you better solve this, guys. If, if you do... I got yeah. a few bucks for you over here. <laughs> Federal money. <laughs> Do you think that that one was solved quickly because FedEx was involved? No. So this guy was being polite and he goes, no, I think, you know, maybe it was caught on camera. Correct. What happened was the boss of the driver was able to look at the camera in the van and see the girl and called it into the authorities. That's why it was caught so quickly. It was on video, <laughs> Tommy. This guy doesn't fucking read anything beyond the headline. A McDonald's employee came out from behind the counter and shot three people and then ran away. Yeah. Do you think he was caught because McDonald's? Yeah, McDonald's was just really wanted to make sure. Yeah, finding him. They wanted to get it out of the headlines as quickly as possible. Jesus. Get to the bottom of this. What a fucking idiot! All right, so now this is Tommy talking about how he's concerned that there's so many. Moms and dads out there who don't realize their kids could be abducted at any time. And they need to be vigilant. They need to be worried about it. Since, since you guys started ARC, how do you get people to believe? You, you know, if you go and you say to a mother, hey, you really have to watch your two-year-old or three-year-old outside, out front. Oh, she's just out front. Nothing's going to happen. If we put a thousand mothers in here, nine hundred out of a thousand, if they're being honest, they're gonna say, "Yeah, I let my daughter out front. You know, I watch her, but you know, I'll go in and get a drink and come right back out." You know. So let me get this straight. There's a thousand mothers in there, and you ask every single one of them, if you could leave your three-year-old alone for three seconds. Nine hundred of them would say that's fine. Oh. So what, like ninety percent? Like, oh, I mean, what, what about like maybe ninety out of a hundred? Maybe nine out of ten? Might be one example you could use. Of a thousand. thousand. And how big is this place? Can we fit a thousand people? How many out of ten thousand, Tommy? That's what I want to know. How many moms would say that out of that many? Oh. Tommy's insane. And I will speak to this as a parent. Because the one thing I will say is parents are 
overly concerned that strangers are going to grab their children off the street. That's been my experience. When that, when that is like 0.000% of the time when somebody's taken, it's a family member or somebody that the kid knows. Of course, Tommy's an idiot. Oh, not only is he an idiot, but his guest on here goes into hardcore victim blaming, which is insane. And then... Sadly, and I've been known to do some victim blaming before. Okay, listen, I, I'm no stranger to victim blaming. You do a whole show about it. <laughs> I know, but this is insane right here. And then, sadly, and it's the case with most of the kids that get abducted, their parents don't care enough, or sometimes their parents are just stupid. You know, they're so wrapped up in their own life that they don't pay attention to their kids. Holy shit! He's like, if your kids get abducted, it's because it's your fault. You fucking right. asshole, dummy. <laughs> it's because you're too stupid. I tell my kids, do you know how much shit is in that FedEx truck? If that guy wants you to go in there, he's probably going to give you something that's worth something. <laughs> he might even have candy. Right. You never know. <laughs> now the fear mongering that goes on in this next clip, I've never seen anything like this before. Remember, this guy's organization helps to find abducted children. But it sounds like he's rooting for children to get abducted. Because <laughs> job. he not. needs work. Yeah. <laughs> so much. We are surrounded by so much evil that we can't even count the ways anymore. So children are a commodity. Whether it's child sex trafficking, child pornography, satanic cults using kids for sacrifice or kids for body parts or whatever it may be, or the cartel <laughs> using them to traffic drugs or whatever. It's beyond anything that we have seen in our, in, at least in my time on this earth. What the fuck? Satanic cult rituals? <laughs> Satanic cults <laughs> using body parts? <laughs> what the what? fuck? <laughs> Holy shit, I guess I'm not as concerned for children's safety as I should be. I didn't realize. <laughs> I, I, I had no like idea. I should lose his job. I hope his employer's watching this going, what the fuck? one they're talking about dude even alex jones would be like all right but it's not that bad let's uh <laughs> right <laughs> the hyperbole's getting a little out of control right now <laughs> holy shit all right so then tommy's whole thing and this is ridiculous because tommy's got this whole idea that it's all about the news that's manipulating people in every single which way and the news is really at fault for all of these uh child abductions that are happening the only thing about nowadays, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if it's always parents that don't care. This episode is brought oh. to you by Fiji. <laughs> Sorry, I should mention. <laughs> it gets interrupted by a commercial in the worst, most awkward place. So I went ahead and clipped out the little commercial thing. So we'll get right back to it. But I just wanted to show you how awkward this show is. It's the best. The only thing about nowadays, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if it's always parents that don't care. This episode is brought to you by Fiji. By FedEx. The link is in the description at the top. <laughs> because this generation is feeded down by the news, brainwashed by the news, brainwashed by the internet. The internet shows, you know, we both know. It shows you what... They say we're feeded down by the news. Yeah. yeah. Feed it. Can you play that again? Yeah. yeah. This generation is feeded down by the news. This generation is feeded down by the news, brainwashed by the news, brainwashed by the internet. The internet shows, you know, we both know. It shows you what they want it to show you. Mm. You know what I mean? There's no viral. Viral is what they want you to see. Right. So I think a lot of younger people in this generation, <clears throat> they're just not in touch with reality. They're in touch with the reality that's shoved down their throat. So in their reality, 
they do care, and they're doing a great thing, and they're planting flowers. They're dying of thirst. Their daughter or son is playing with the flower. They're just running in for three seconds and getting a bottle of water, and they're coming back, but the kid's gone. Right. Okay? But I don't think that means that they don't care. I think that it's just that this generation's reality is not what reality is, because when is any of this on the news? What is he talking about? So, he... Just said, they're just not covering this stuff on the news. That's why the parents don't realize how big of a deal this is. After they had just shown the article of yeah. the seven-year-old being abducted that was in the news. It was a big news story. He's going, how come they're not showing this in the news? Which is stupid. Also, the idea, I don't know what one has to do with the other. The internet's the problem because people are just outside planting flowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, are, what does one thing have to do with the other? Well, because what he was trying to say was... They're doing great things like planting flowers and dying of thirst. <laughs> he was trying to say that, that he has this example in his head that's ridiculous, that um, you're out front in the front lawn with your three-year-old. Yeah. And they're playing in the dirt, and then you just like go back inside and just leave the three-year-old out there, which I don't think is a realistic thing that happens. But. I don't think it's that realistic. And also, what does that have to do with the internet? Because if anything, the internet no and, and and media, they love to cover this shit. They love it. It's what all those stupid true crime podcasts are there for. Like, people love this stuff. People are terrified all the time. No kidding. That Right. That's okay. all there is, is people <laughs> thinking that everything bad is going to happen to them all yes. the time. And right. so this is... Because he's already made this point, so now he has to double down on this retarded theory. After the, after his guest goes, well, you know, it does get covered on the news. We, we did just read this article together. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the only ones that you do see is the ones that the guy went online, and he went to meet the mother and daughter. And the daughter looked like she was 18, but she was 14. And he got 10 years in prison because he met a hooker, and the daughter was 14. <laughs> right. But she had black... I make up on and looked 18. Right. But you never hear about any of this stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is he talking about? The only one you hear about the news when you fuck a 14 year old because you think she's 18, you meet her mom and she confirms, like, what? <laughs> and I said I was sorry. <laughs> there was an oddly specific but also yeah. meandering and nonsensical story. <laughs> but he also even said at the end, he goes, but you never hear about these types of things. And he points up to the screen right. and they have the news story on <laughs> this detailed thing here. <laughs> they never talk about this. Just this ridiculous nonsense. Oh. I met her mom and then she was wearing black eye makeup. How was I to know what was going on? Holy shit. And then I met a hooker. That is a little bit what too is... specific. <laughs> the other thing that I've been picking up on that Tommy does, because he's created this backstory for himself, this idea that he was a human and he grew up on this planet. Yeah. So he's he tell... doing a really bad job. Well, he tells the story. To be human. He tells the story about what it was like for him growing up. And I just, I have a question. Listen closely. I have a question. And who were their parents? Because I know when the street lights came on. If my ass wasn't in the house, yeah, my grandpa got called, and that's not a motherfucker you want coming when you're nine. Yeah, he doesn't care if you're nine. What does that mean? <laughs> he goes, if I wasn't home, the streetlights came on. My grandfather got called. <laughs> Was he at his grandfather's house? Yeah, who's calling him? <laughs> what does that mean? Was your grandfather alive? What's <laughs> 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 going on right now? <laughs> All right. He doesn't care if you're nine. <laughs> he doesn't care if you're nine. Or 11. Who gives a shit? Okay. <laughs> this clip might be my favorite clip so far because the the guest Boz is going to talk about 
BLM, Black Lives Matter. And Tommy's confused with a different organization, not even an organization, a different group of people. I'll let you listen to it and I'll explain if you don't pick up on it, what's going on here. Everybody's a victim. victim. Yep. Like um, the whole BLM movement, you know, was Are all... they only at three letters? Yeah. Or aren't they at 17? Yeah, Bureau of Land Management, of course, yes. <laughs> they had a new letter every week. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you know what's happening here? Jesus Christ. Of course I know what's happening. Tommy doesn't. Tommy thinks he's talking about LGBTQ. Yeah, of course. Because he, he goes, does. oh, BLM, just the three letters right now? They're not adding more letters to it? Like, <laughs> no, it's always just been Black Lives Matter. They're not adding more letters to it, Tommy. What are you talking about? <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> It's poor guys. Bisexual, lesbian, <laughs> mutants. I don't know. I'll what give is... it up to his guests wow. for not just completely derailing and be like, what the fuck did yeah, you just <laughs> say? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you think BLM stands for? Do you hear yourself, sir? Wow. <laughs> so then Boz is also a moron because he fucks up a pretty well-known saying. Just get the job done. And by the way, all the excuses, they all the same. They stink. You know, don't. <laughs> Excuses are like assholes. Everyone has one and they stink. Mm, not all not the, the excuses, oh, ex- they excuses, they stink. Okay. <laughs> he's proud of himself, though. He's laughing at it as though he yeah. did say something funny. <laughs> he was thinking about how this, this is a joke somehow. <laughs> I'm not sure how. Oh, I said it wrong. That's why. Okay. And then for some reason, my last <laughs> clip on here, they get into subjects that are no longer taught in high school. Oh. And Tommy remembers the subject that he was good at in high school. And again, <laughs> I love Tommy's backstory that he creates for himself. <laughs> it can't be real. It can't be. You mean the history that they took out of uh, school? Yeah, that and one. Wood yeah. shop that they took that's out. That's exactly. And, uh, home economics. Home economics. That was the other one yeah. that they took out. Yeah, exactly. I always hmm. wanted to do a home ec class, you know? I did. I had a really nice home ec teacher. Did she you? likes me. I went to class. Well, that, that was one I actually went to. Well, you're a handsome fellow. She probably did like you. Well, I thought, well, actually, I, my idea was I could cook for a girl one day. That's a good idea. <laughs> However, 40 years later, I can only cook pasta. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do it, but I showed up. Though. There you go. And she was very you... nice to me. Yeah, there you go. That's what counts. So. <laughs> Holy shit. My kids are in home ec. My kids are in woodshop. Those are still classes, still first happening. of all. And second of all, what, this guy's 60-some years old. He's talking about how those weren't classes when he was in school. Well, no, no, no. He's saying that they used to be classes. No, he's saying I always wanted to take a home ec class. Well, because it wasn't offered. Well, no, 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 no. He went to he, school when okay, men were I, men, and men did not right, take okay. home ec. They took <laughs> oh, wood shop, and okay, the women okay, took okay. home ec. Sorry. And so Tommy says, "Well, I took home ec because I wanted to cook food for girls. Is that what? Is that what guys do? Is that, is that what human people do? Of it's the male variety, to cook if you're cooking for a girl, right?" He also thinks pasta is not food. <laughs> I can't cook food, though. Just pasta. I like that he can boil pasta is the only thing he's able to do. He should have been failed from that class, sir. God. It's fascinating, Tommy, isn't it? This, Tommy's amazing. This is an amazing show. Like, how do you get on this guy's show? Carl, you got to try and get on this guy. I, I don't know how it happens, where he finds these people. Is he... he Paying them? I know he paid Stuttering John. I think he does pay them. And Doug, one at a time, I got Harrison Young in an hour. I know. I which know. means we got to fly because I'm running behind schedule right That's now. That's fine. That's okay. But I'm not done with, with Tommy from MSCS Media just yet oh, because oh boy. Oh, we, oh. Have, we have an episode of To Catch an Alien <laughs> with Cardiff Electric. What's up, Cardiff? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm surprised you didn't bring up my Benny Loco 
incident. Why is your mouth missing? Where's your mouth, buddy? Oh, it might be my green lipstick is chroming out. That's <laughs> 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 weird. Jesus. Wow, that was weird. I didn't <laughs> like that. Um, that t- all right, what did I miss on the uh, Centering John stuff? Oh, no, Benny Loco was on my show. Oh, she was. I watched your yeah, show. Yeah. You said you're going to have Andrea Brower on. She never appeared. That was yeah, disappointing. Because of, because of the chats you were you were watching, she decided to cancel her appearance, but uh, Benny Loco decided to call in and yell at me. Oh, fun. sweet. So is that on YouTube right now? Yes. I will check that out. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to keep up with the devil verse. <laughs> Cut me some slack it's, here. It's, it's growing, yes. Yeah, I know. Who's the eye candy? Dog potato? Yeah. Oh, du- oh I, thought I can't was... stop looking at this potato. This is amazing. It's crazy. I'm sorry. Carl, blind Mike. Carl, I only consume your show audio audio only, and this is this is incredible. Like I know you talk to a potato, you reference it all the time. I've never seen it before. <laughs> He's also in my basement right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let him play it out. So uh what were you saying, um, Cardiff? You thought that was blind Mike without the sunglasses Bizarro, on? Bizarro blind Mike. Bizarro yeah. blind yeah. Mike. <laughs> all right let's let's play to catch an alien have you played this game yet with us doug no. of course not no. it's brand new this is my first cardiff game this is how long it's been since oh i've been gosh. on the show well, you know you fucking you work a real job it's annoying i know all right let's do it it's time for everyone's favorite game show <laughs> to catch an alien are you ready to play to catch an yes. alien? That's right. That is all we are. We have we have forgotten more than we ever known. Our single largest earth mover in the world can move only 70 tons. That's it. 70 tons. And those are those big fucking tractors that have the tires the size of an apartment building. It can move 70 tons at one time. However, you go to Baalbek in Libya, and you have cut stones that are 10 stories high, two football fields long. They're cut, and they're fucking stacked. And they're perfect. They're perfectly aligned. Flawless. Per- so, <clears throat> flawless. So after my opinion. So we have lost more than we've ever known. You know what I think happened? And I want your opinion, if you don't mind. I think we went this bullshit technology route. <clears throat> All this hardware, software. I think civilizations in the past, they went with vibration, sound, telepathic. Oh. Because I say this at nausea, but it, right now in our life, our reality, our time, what did Tommy say next? I'm intrigued. Here are your choices. All right. Number one, did you ever play one of those vibrating football games as a kid? <laughs> I tore mine apart. It's just vibration moving everything. B, if you take an electric razor, put a battery in it. It vibrates. It moves. Next, if you go to a club with a really good DJ, they can move people just with music. A beat. Think about it. Four, we can't see sound, but it's there. So what else is there? 
that we can't see. <laughs> Lastly, <laughs> we are so far behind what the ancient civilizations knew because we just forgot one day. I don't know what caused it, but it's true. <laughs> to catch an alien. God damn, I was like, oh, oh. it's gotta be three. Oh, it's gotta be four. Oh, it's gotta be oh. five. I'm oh, I'm, I'm gonna crying. go. I'm laughing so hard. I know. I think I'm gonna go with four. You can't see sound, but it's there. But I, I really like three. The DJ could get people to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah think about it. Uh, what do you think, Doug? What's your? I'm going for it. What do you say, Doug? I want it to be the electric vibrating football game. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with five. Okay. Okay. Five sounds. I'm reasonable. trying to think of what Tommy may say ad nausea as he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I went with four. You're going four. Yeah. So we have four, four, five. Yep. Can I uh, say something? Of course. You know the the damage doing these games is doing to my mental health. Getting <laughs> no. into these retards' minds. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to come up with like p possible things that they would say that we're all like debating. Like I don't know, they're all ridiculous, but it's one of them. It's ruining my life, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate the sacrifice. But you look good. Yeah, we don't Thank say you. it yeah. enough. I think we went this bullshit technology route. <clears throat> all this hardware, software. I think civilizations in the past, they went with vibration, sound, telepathic, because I say this at nausea, but it, right now in our life, our reality, our time, if you take an electric razor, you put a battery on it, it vibrates, it moves, right? If I put it on the table on. and I hit, hit it on to shave and it's vibrating, it moves. Jesus. Why is it out of Just why wait. is it out of this world to believe that if that could happen, if it can move, if you have a hundred thousand years to develop things, <laughs> why is it impossible that you couldn't move a seventy-ton rock by vibration? If you have a hundred thousand years, mm -hmm. what do you think a dog just barks for no reason? I think that's a mindless person. I think they were never desensitized, so and they still use instinct. So what? why is it insane to believe that they can telepathically move shit? Why is it insane to believe if they have a hundred, maybe five hundred thousand years? That they didn't see something coming and got the hell out of here. Does he think the people back then are a hundred thousand years old? It was a hundred thousand years ago. Because they had a hundred thousand years to do it. Of course they're gonna get it done with all that time. <laughs> Holy shit, Cardiff. Oh you God. can't make this up. Wow. <laughs> If I if I put an electric uh, razor next to a seventy five ton rock, if you come back in a thousand years, it's probably standing upright. Wow, he's still talking. I that's don't see great. why that's so crazy to believe. Other than he, they don't want to rewrite history. He, look, that's all for this week. Come oh. back next week to find out if you have the vibration power <laughs> to catch an alien well played brought to you by patreon.com slash cardiff electric and the cardiff electric youtube subscribe today also watplive.com get your tickets now for dabblecon but definitely come visit us at stuck john con in the parking lot across the street <laughs> to catch an alien
My favorite thing is watching the potato's eyes get really big. I yeah. wish I was like super stoned right now. Well, it's no time like the present. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> give me your give me your full FaceTime. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to join his Patreon that. for that, but it's worth it, Doug. Probably <laughs> okay, sign up. All right, good. Wow, what have we done today? Oh, By the way, yeah. Cardiff wins that game. We yes. all got it yep. wrong. Congratulations. Yeah. That Thank game you. rules. I love to catch an alien. I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, what have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about <clears throat> people who try to do an improv show about outer space and sci-fi. And it's atrocious. Adam Carolla fired. Bald Brian. That's a bummer. And Gina Grad. Huh? That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Michael got 14 negative comments and had a slap back. Stuttering John's mods are not too thrilled with him at all. Or me. <laughs> or Cardiff Electric. <laughs> Unblock Cardiff. And uh, Tommy the Space Alien is coming up with a backstory wow. that is fucking incredible. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? It sounds a little something like this. It's best podcast. Here's a show that we recommend. It's Kat. And actually, it's Pat. And actually, we're randomly the host of a podcast called Seek Treatment. And to Pat, tell them what's it, what's it about. It's actually a podcast about boys, sex, f***ing, dating, and love. Each week, we invite an exciting guest. And we do our very best not to be boring towards them or even towards you, the listener. We try to say interesting things that are actually so hilarious that you laugh your ass off. And after your ass <laughs> falls the heck off, we guide our guests towards the most important question of all. Who are you? Who, Who are, are you? you? And, and who, who do you, you want to be? be? So if you liked what this was... Have you heard this and said, <laughs> I love what this is? <laughs> then like and subscribe. To Seek Treatment. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and... All right, this is a show called Seek Treatment. This came in from Doug from the Jingles Department. And <sighs> because he sent me the video from his iPhone, I know that he was actually listening to a history podcast... <laughs> And this came out as like, hey, check out this show. And he went, whoa. <laughs> I listened to, to the Carl. same I listened to the same history podcast. Oh, I, you've heard I've the... heard this before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm still confused. Are they saying boy sex or boring sex? What are I, they saying? I thought it was boy sex, and then they bleeped out masturbating for some reason. Oh okay. God All forbid right. they okay. say masturbating <laughs> on a history <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so offensive. <laughs> now what's in your mouth, Cardiff? Nothing. Is a finger? This is gross. What are you? What are you up to over there? It's <laughs> constantly mugging. <laughs> constantly mugging for the camera. Hey, uh, Doug. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. People should check out your show, Thanks Good Times, Great Movies, where you talk yeah. about bad movies, and it's not a great time. But it, no, no. <laughs> It's, it's, movies from the 80s. it's movies from the 80s. Sometimes they're good. In December, we talked about the two 80s Star Wars movies. Okay. Oh. And on Patreon, we talked about the uh, Star Wars holiday special. Oh, I'll definitely have to check that out. I'm, I'm a That's, Patreon member. I am oh, not caught amazing. up. So I'll get on right. that. Yeah, and uh, I assume that uh, there was a lot of love for Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's the best of the bunch. Correct. You know, you and I, you and I have talked, I think off air about how great it is. How, how could you not? So, all yeah. right, good. Yeah. Luke. 
And people should also check out Carnival Life Drinks. Wow. Enough fucking plugs out here. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm done with that. Please join us again next time on the episode. We find out once for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. All right, I got to get right to it because I got to get on Harrison's topic time show. No yes. reviews today, Cardiff. Huh? Sorry, I know. I got to. I got to hit voicemail to get out of here. Sorry, I'm up against oh. it. All right, do you have a quick one? You look upset. Go ahead. You got one. Yes, just one. Okay. Just one. We get it. You hate women, especially fat women. Wow. Yeah. Well, they got they got my number. They don't have to listen too long to figure that out. Is that a uh, one star review? Yeah. Five stars. Yeah, oh. that's one. Yep. Fat women don't like our show, apparently. Oh well. What are you gonna do? All right. Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Bro, hey, tell Cardiff to Hi. stop giving such long clips. For his stupid games. And don't tell me to not listen to the end of the show when, when the dumb stuff comes on, because I also want to hear my voicemails. Stop with these long fucking clips, man. Dumb stuff comes on. This is the best part of the show, sir. Yeah. Everyone's favorite part of the show, the teaser happens. To Catch an Alien, my favorite game of any mm-hmm. podcast yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. I, I thought we were friends, me and Nate. Yeah, seriously, Nate. What the fuck? Where's that all coming from? Holy shit. You know, Nate rhymes with hate. Mm. I, I do agree with Nate in in that on audio format only, it's really tough to listen to. But if you can watch that alien talk, it's amazing. And a potato. So. Yes, Thank correct. You. And yeah. all I have to do to do that is get on our Patreon, patreon.com yeah. slash who are these podcasts. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can plug your Patreon two to three times a show if you want. Or join my Patreon where I show all your Patreon videos. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Mr. Potato Head. All right. My friend Dick Masterson called into the show uh, a couple times here. I'm Dick Masterson, and I know that all hilarious. Damn it. Oh, weird. (laughs) Dick's usually on point. I'm surprised he fucked that up. All right. Well, he tried again. I'm Dick Masterson, and I know that all hilarious impressions start and often frequent. Damn it. That's not like Dick. I'm actually surprised. He fucked up twice in a row. Let's see what this is. I'm Dick Masterson, and I know that all hilarious impressions involve constantly saying, I'm I'm this person. I'm this person. I'm Dick Masterson. Fuck that guy and his beautiful hair, man. Oh, that wasn't even actually Dick. Yeah. Fooled me. It's weird. Yeah, I know. I was surprised by that. Okay. Hey, Carl. It's Matt from South Carolina. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I was wondering, could you guys play some Mastodon? Thanks. Call me back. So wait, was he the DJ or was he the caller? Because he had the DJ voice on. I think he was confused as to how. It's like the karaoke guy singing everything. Yes. He's a DJ. What planet is he on? You don't think DJs request music? Yep. Wait till I play that for Harrison Young. That's going to take over. It's the new theme song. (laughs) He's going to love it. Uh, Jenny Jingles was on the show recently. Yay, Jenny is back on the show. Thank you for this belated Christmas gift. I don't know what you had to do to convince her to get back on the show. I wouldn't even want to imagine, but thank you. She really brightens the mood. She evens you out. I think I think she uh, she keeps you grounded, Carl. Congratulations on a successful 
episode of WATP featuring Jenny Jingles. Ed Cardiff. I like how not only is Jenny on the show, but it makes me better somehow. Yeah, it yeah. does. Thank God she's I, out I there agree. because normally I you're an asshole. That guy. What? Hmm? I do. I like to listen to Jenny Jingles like, like most other people. I agree. I agree. All right. Mr. Magenta called into the show. You guys know Mr. Magenta. Hey, Carl. This is Mr. Magenta, and this is how I talk. This voicemail is actually for Greg Sondheim, who called in last episode about not getting any contact from you or a prize for winning the Zumach parody contest. I'm just here to tell him, don't hold your breath, because I was one of the winners of the Opie uh, parody contest, and that concluded in, I believe, April of last year, and I never got anything either. Cheers. Mr. Majet, I am so sorry. So I did send Gregory's prize package out to him. I do have to get the OP prize packages out. I'm a little behind on that one. Guess that won't be a 2022 write-off. It should have been. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I fucked up. All right. Last voicemail here. Yeah, Metalachi seems pretty cool, but you know what's even better? Band called Steven Seagulls, the Finnish band that plays bluegrass covers of uh, popular rock songs. Mm. I have not heard of Steven Seagulls. What does that sound like? Talk's not having this at all. No, no, You're not, no, it? not at all. Play no. some Max Sabbath. Max Sabbath is a fun band. We saw mm-hmm. Clownvis mm-hmm. open for Max Sabbath. Yeah. Good stuff. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 Listen, shut up for a second. Okay, folks. Luke. Guess what? Where the episode's over. <laughs> I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a great episode. That was really great. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. (laughs)